Hello, I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eaton. <laughs> I'm Kevin Kirchman. And this is 90 Under 90. 90 Movies. <laughs> under 90 Minutes. Buddy. <laughs> Story. I don't, I don't care if uh, uh-huh. I don't care if Caitlin is gonna be upset. You have to tell the story. What's the story? I you don't... dated a girl, and uh, at, during a date, you she asked you to do the weasel. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? Her name was, I... her name was uh, Sarah. Oh God! Yes. <laughs> One time. Oh my God! I forgot all about that. She asked you to do the weasel. You remember that better than all I do. Right, all right, all right. You came home from a date once. You were single. You were, you were having fun. You were in your t- early twenties. Yeah. And uh, you met. I don't know how you met her, but you got back. She worked at the bank that I and used you were, to. You were just stopped, to... you swung in for a deposit and said, "Hey, how about I pick you up later?" Yeah. I, I had, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I had just broken. No, this is the thing. I had just broken up with my high school girlfriend. And I had been going into this bank uh, for a few months because I had been working across the street at Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And I had sensed, it was like one of the few times in my life where I ever sensed that a girl actually kind of was interested she in me. The, yeah, the looks. Yeah, and uh, I got a little uh, feeling from her. So I, I was ballsy at the time and I went for it. And she, uh, yeah, we went out. So we you had, went out. We had dinner. And uh, somehow in your conversation, you did the Pauly Shore weasel noise. Yeah, I don't remember how. I, I literally don't remember that and part of it at all. It really resonated with her because she asked you to do it in her ear, like get close and do it. Yeah. So, like, do the noise. And she was like, oh. It was like the Matrix Reload just. I just saw the x-ray through it. Oh, <laughs> he did the weasel. It was crazy. Do the weasel for me once more. It was, she was kind of weird. And then the next day. <laughs> she was a little kinky. The next day she called me up at like 8.30 in the morning. Oh, wow. And asked me to go to like some practice of hers for like a school thing. She was a year younger, so I was out of high school and she, she was, was like a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. And she asked me to come to some like thing 40 minutes away <laughs> if we're at like 8.30 in the morning and pick her up. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that at all. And then we never spoke after that. She like, I tried to call her or something and she never Yeah, that's it incredible. Sounds like it was really promising because the weasel thing. Right, if you're yeah, in, I could like have. Like you were uh, in like, like Polly. Yeah. Okay, today on our show, clocking in at uh, supposedly 88 minutes, we're talking about 1996's Biodome, directed by Jason Bloom. All right, folks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We know. If you're watching now, or if you're not watching anything right now, but if you're listening to this right now, (laughs) and you're like, excuse me, I just happened to watch Biodome (laughs) just now, Mm -hmm. and that movie happens to be one hour and 34 minutes. As per Amazon Prime Instant Streaming. And Wikipedia and Google. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) And everything except that? We have a criteria. Well, and the criteria have evolved, and they're going to continue to evolve. So here's the thing. As always, we go by IMDb's standards, and IMDb claims that this movie is 88 minutes. That's right. I'm going to guess that that's without the opening credit sequence, which itself is like 18 minutes long. Come on, it's just three minutes. But just three minutes. So, it's, it's, it's a punk song, all right? So, 
When we started the show, the criteria were theatrically released movie, under 90 minutes in total length, mm-hmm. and uh, it has to be according to IMDb. Then we came across A Quiet Place, which was uh, labeled as an hour and 90 minutes, but it was actually slightly over. Oh, so the fuck. rule changed <laughs> that if a movie was labeled as 90 minutes, I have to make sure that IMDb is rounding uh, up and not rounding <laughs> down. We can't go above 90 minutes. Right. But I never had any criteria for movies that are labeled as 88 the, minutes but happen to be six minutes <laughs> off of their total running time. These are the perils of being on brand. <laughs> right. Doing a having rules. So, yeah. because we watched this movie and we're like, well, we did the work, we're going to actually put it into the show. I hope you're listening. I hope you enjoy it because here it fucking goes. <laughs> here is a, this, consider this almost like you get a, a, a movie with a bonus minutes in it. You already um, got a, a diamond in the rough story about Jared going on a date. So <laughs> that so I think it's worth it. it. So the criteria going forward, if a movie is labeled as anything over 85 minutes, 85 to 90 minutes, I now have to check three <laughs> sources. I have to verify on a generic Google search. I have to check IMDb, and I check the Wikipedia page, and if all of them say it's under 90 minutes, wow. then I will go forward. And if something comes up again where that happens to be over 90 minutes again, then we're going to have to uh, evaluate at the time. But This is the first controversy. The next one will be Netflix versus theatrical. Yes, I was going to say that there's, there's movies coming we, out on Netflix. We have are... far too many theatrically released 90-minute <laughs> movies, but don't worry, there are some Netflix originals on there for when we eventually get to them. Cool. I believe Win It All, the, the uh, yes. Swanberg that is oh, okay. That is on the list, but we will not be getting to that for quite a while because <laughs> we got a bunch. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, and this, let's talk about this movie, this Biodome Biodome. Here's a little spoiler. I fucking loved this I, movie. Oh my god. I, I think... fucking loved it again when I watched <laughs> it, man. All three of us loved this movie Here. growing up. We this was one of our parents, Dan and I, our parents were divorced uh, when we were fairly young. So when uh, it was Dad's weekend with us, this was one of the handful of movies that we happened to have uh, yeah. at his place that we didn't, we didn't have to bring over there ourselves. And uh, yeah, it got a lot of view. If this, if you looked at the VHS quality of this now, I'm sure there are yes. there's snow all over that picture. What's your history with the movie, Kev? So, Paulie Shore in the '90s, Unstoppable Force. Yes. Oh yeah. My love of Encino Man is is again a ten out of ten. Yep. Come this soon. movie um, again, I just watched it on repeat over and over in the '90s. This was probably this and Encino Man are probably my favorite Paulie Shore movies. This one might be a little bit more. Um, in my heart, a preferential movie. Like, I haven't been into Son-in-Law, or I've watched In the Army now a million Son-in-Law times. Son-in-Law is actually one of those movies where, like, I think enough people, if you watch Son-in-Law, son- there's enough quality in Son-in-Law that I think a people a person could watch it now and say, that's actually not a bad movie. Yeah. I don't understand why everyone hated Pauly Shore at some, at yeah. one point. I like, uh, well, I guess if we're talking Pauly, yeah, big impression on us growing up. My yes. favorite would be Encino Man, because I think it's the right balance. Once yes. he started carrying vehicles, I, I thought this is fine, but I think there's a certain degree of Pauly that and then I check out. Fuck it. It's You know what happens? He shaves his head in, in the army now yes. and everything goes downhill after yeah. that. that. Those trademark locks he are even, gone. He, even, he was on Joe Rogan recently. He and he blamed that to a degree. Really? And I, we can talk about it a little later, but I gotta hear that. Cause yeah, I like so yeah. yeah, so he talked about how he did in the army now, and they were like, "Well, the script's not that great. We shouldn't really do it." And he was gonna do this other movie in London, but apparently Katzenberg, the head of Disney, had him locked into a three movie deal, uh, which was Encino Man, Son in Law, and uh, in the army now, mm-hmm. and that was the last one to do it, and he had to shave his head. Oof. But yeah, yeah, Bummer. yeah. 
And I mean, at least he got to voice that dog in a goofy movie. <laughs> and you know, now he's uh, he still tours. He does stand up. He was like he goes to like Zany's all the time by us in Rose. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh and, my god, I gotta go. And from what I hear, I was just talking to a coworker about what that experience is like. He basically just talks about son-in-law for like an yeah. hour and a half. And I'm, I'm like, I like I, to this day, I like Polly. I'm yeah. all for Polly. Yeah. You know, if he, I don't think he'll get a comeback. But if he does, he doesn't cool. need a comeback though. I mean, like he's he he is like the guy in charge of the comedy store now. So it's like yeah. if if he oh, never doesn't yeah, his mom was the one who founded the comedy okay. store. Big uh, figure yeah. in, in stand up. Very the important 80s. figure in uh stand up. Um but yeah, like he doesn't need to do any like he's fine. He's yeah. set. He's good. He yeah. he had his moment if he keeps doing his uh going to the improv and zanies and whatnot, that's fine. I think now like it's 2019 there's going to be generations still of people discovering his whole yes. his idiosyncrasies. And I'm going to say uh, I like to compare to other movies we've done on this show, mm -hmm. uh, Yoga Hosers. Yeah. That and this, uh, this is more so, like, one of the most idiosyncratic movies I've ever seen. I mean, uh, language. I mean, yes. character. Yes. I mean, even aesthetic to a certain yeah. degree. Yeah. I mean, this movie is like, it, like I pressed play yesterday and Caitlin happened to be in the room. She's usually not around when I'm watching these movies. Mm -hmm. But... We suddenly, we both turned to each other and were like, do you smell the 90s in the room? Because <laughs> yeah, it just, it's reeking from the screen. Yeah, it's just I, yes. oozing 90s. This, this is a little bit later, but the, the credits, they hit you. It's yes. a, they assault you. And I wrote, yeah. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater by a <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. you get a bunch of these, like, and this was a 90s thing, with the clip art, like, graphics yes. hitting you. Yeah, like, very MTV. Like, yeah. Magazine clip words, like like a ransom note sometimes. Yeah, uh, yeah this, is, this is Camp Nowhere, man. Like, have you seen that? That's got another is, one just like this, where you're like, yeah. Jesus, how long is this credits going to go on? I also think of Mallrats, even though that's a comic book. Aesthetic. Yeah, to an extent, though. Yeah, it's that uh, 90s feel to it. Like, Warped Tour 2002, I write. <laughs> I remember going to my, with my buddies in middle school to that and listening to songs just like the one in this opening credits mm -hmm. here. And uh, it took me back. Yeah. Um, so, so we've talked that Paulie Shore is in this, although he does share the load with uh, Stephen Baldwin. A certain guy who's doing a lot of heavy lifting himself. So, so Stephen Baldwin, the year previous, mm -hmm. Usual Suspects. Yeah, oh Oscar-nominated movie, mm -hmm. Spacey wins an Oscar, Spacey, R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> wins an Oscar. <laughs> wins, an Oscar. <laughs> wins an Oscar for it. How does Stephen Baldwin go from Usual Suspects? Agent? Which, which, yeah, Agent pushed him into this or whatever, but... Like, I know he was kind of goofy in Usual Suspects, but it was still a very serious movie. He showed some good range. Yeah. And then he goes to this, which just felt so proving, weird. Proving how backwards. ignorant I am. We were watching this movie last night, and, I, and Caitlin was just like, and who's this guy? I'm like, oh, that's Alec Baldwin's brother, Stephen. <laughs> and she's like, how many Baldwin brothers are actors? So I had to talk to her about that. <laughs> and then she's like, okay, so what has this guy done? And I completely forgot about yeah. Usual Suspects. So I was like, I have no idea that's why his, uh, he's in this movie. That's probably his biggest claim to fame. Yes. And that and uh, uh, he played Barney Rubble in yes. uh, Viva in, Rock in Vegas. the second <laughs> the Bridget Stones movie. Yeah, the, let's face it, he didn't have a very charm career, but uh, in let's in terms of this movie, I think he does a pretty good job. Yes. conforming to the weasel uh, aesthetic. It's, it's true. Although um, I wish he would have taken it. His brother did warn him. He said, "He said, Stephen, this is going to kill you." Did he say that? He said, "He told Baldwin warned him. He's like, Stephen, don't do this movie." <laughs> Stephen, please, I think, don't do this. Don't You're do making this. This, this is coming from me, who makes mistakes every fucking six months. You faggot. <laughs> you Chelsea faggot. <laughs> that's Alec Baldwin talking. That's not Dan, by the way. No. That's a soundboard. No, yeah. he said faggot. I've never, I've never said it. No. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so Stephen Baldwin, like you said, I think he does a good job as, yeah. as Doyle Johnson. Yeah, he does a, a suitable stone. job. Yeah. They, they have monikers. 
and it's not the weasel anymore. No, he's, it's uh, squirrely. He's squirrely. He's squirrely in this. Squirrely and stubby. Yeah. I remember. You now let's let's just talk a little bit about Pauly Shore's career yeah. briefly, because yeah, he does the the trilogy, if you will, the Pauly Shore trilogy, which is of Encino Man's son-in-law in the Army. Now those are his yes. three. They're all out with like within two-year time span. Yeah. He does Jury Duty. And then um, he also does a, a goofy movie before Biodome. But then I remember there was a period of time right before this, or maybe it was right after this, where he tried to have a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Um, Polly. Yeah, Polly. Yes. And I remember the commercials leading up to that. He's like, oh, by the way, guys, I'm not the weasel anymore. I'm the badger now. <laughs> and, and we're like... <laughs> Like, why is he explaining this to it? Like, who cares? Like, and we were by like, by the way, guys. By the way, guys, I'm the badger now. And we're like, what sound does a badger make? And he's like, ah, 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 oh, like something God. like that. So it's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> Polly. Don't forget, chilling with the wheeze was. You know, oh the, yeah, man, the um, wheeze. You know how he started the totally Paul character. It was just a landscaper in his backyard. He says, "You got some weasels munching on your grindage, man." He's like, "That sounds pretty good." Uh, and he added some pause. Oh my god, that's the wheezing on your grindage. Yeah, that's, munching on the grindage. Oh my god. So. Yep. There was a time and a place for Polly. It was the. It's called the '90s. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. this movie, it's called the mid '90s, mm-hmm. very specifically. This movie drips '90s. Yes. Um, this movie is more '90s than the '90s as a <laughs> as a whole. Itself. I think that's why this movie is probably works to some degree, but also is a colossal failure right now when you watch it because it's so '90s. Here's a. It's a. It's not a '90s movie that fails. I think it succeeds on its own merits. A, a '90s movie that succeeds is Clueless. Oh yeah, Clueless. that's a '90s movie yeah. that's just like, ladies and gentlemen, I present you the '90s. <laughs> They're doing a reunion at C2E2 in the Rudd. Yes, I saw gonna that. Nice. I'm gonna meet, I'm gonna meet Paul Rudd. I yeah, think. I'm nice. pretty sure. I think I'm gonna bust out my uh, "I love you, man" quotes. <laughs> Be like, hey, Jobin, can you sign this for me? Have you seen I Love Like, you know I'm an Avenger now, right? Like, <laughs> I do real fucking movies. <laughs> well, I'll see you there. I will see you on another time. Um, anyway, I digress. Yes. After the we get assaulted yes. with the credits, we yeah. get a video report on, basically it posits that there are environmental disasters going on in the world and we need escape from it. So here's our solution. But wait a minute now. I was just watching the news just yesterday, <laughs> and they were basically saying that everything we learn about in this movie is a lie. <laughs> so, like, you know that whole global oh, warming yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's not actually real. No. That's, that's something dumb. they made up. But yes. this movie takes place in a fictional Arizona. So okay. So, you know, posits that it's an alternate reality. Okay. So, well, it says in the Arizona desert, there's a scientist named Noah Faulkner. Yes. And he's Great going, name. He's going to create <laughs> the first space station on Earth, which is a really interesting project. Yes. And, and it mirrors, this, it's based on what we did in America. We had the biosphere, the biosphere project. project. Yeah, this was a real thing that actually... Mm-hmm. Uh, Existed and and also failed, I believe. Did it? I don't know. I, I, don't I believe know. the real Biosphere project failed. Did it get contaminated or something? I don't. Rem- I don't know enough to like speak with any education. Okay. I just like, <laughs> well, from what I know, like two guys got stuck in there with them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stumbled. I was like, oh, okay. oh, oh, okay. oh. <laughs> two guys got in there. It was a mall. <laughs> They peed and somehow that fucked up homeostasis from then on. No, I don't know the real. No, yeah, but I just know that I'm pretty sure that I remember hearing it was a failure. That's too bad. I feel like it's a cool idea. It is a cool idea. The mission is to sustain life for one year in harmony with nature and to make sure not only does it uh, it not get affected, but it thrives. Yes. Yes. 
And uh, so fade in, and it's like a, a, a sitcom because it fades in. It's like now another episode of Bud and Dill. I'm expecting yeah. a laugh track. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah you might as well. It's the exterior shot of the house. <laughs> yeah. They're in the middle of an alibi, which is like in, in, you have to catch up to the movie. And I like it when they do that sometimes when they introduce a character. Yeah, uh, he has like a book in his hand, yep. and they're rock paper scissoring. Yeah, we something. don't know what's gonna happen, yes. but something's gonna happen. And, and, and based on the aesthetics of their house, the music, the the way they're dressed, and everything, they they are cartoon characters. Yeah. Like living cartoons. This is another example of people who are a little too old for the roles that they're actually intended to be playing. These guys are supposed to be like 21, 22. I do want to say that he's like 30 in this movie. (laughs) If this movie was rated R, they would be smoking a lot of weed. Oh, God, yes. There's even weed references in the movie, too. They get about as many weed references as you can in 1996, right before medical marijuana became legal and people were like, oh, weed, I understand now. Yeah. They, um,. He even smokes a cigarette in the car and once it looks like he's holding it, like, like a joint. Yeah. It's... I always thought it was so cool the way he holds the cigarette. He's like, I'm yeah. going to smoke cigarettes. Mom, why don't you smoke your cigarettes like Pauly Shore does in bio, though? Like, I don't think that's <laughs> old enough. He's like, because they can't show on camera what he's supposed to be smoking. Um, so that's like Homer Simpson being the, 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 the smoking cigarettes in the bathroom and later on you realize, oh, Homer Simpson was a stoner. <laughs> They're in the middle of the alibi. They got the book and rock, paper, scissors. Doyle always loses because he's an idiot. Yes, and um, Pauly Shore does the... He just changes it right after. If, if this is Dumb and Dumber, Harry is Doyle, and I'd say Lloyd is Bud. Who's dumber in Dumb and Dumber? The well, thing in Dumb and Dumber... You know what? Jeff they, Daniels is supposed to be dumber, right? right? But, but I always that. assumed yeah. Carey was the total dumb one. I just use logic, and I figured Jim Carrey can't read in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> therefore, he has to be the dumber one. He literally can't read a headline on a newspaper. The. The. He has the extra pair of glasses. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Okay. Is this so, movie after Dumb and Dumber? Yes. I don't know the title. Yeah, yeah. Dumb and Dumber years. was 94. This okay. is 96. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought only, it was 98 for some reason. No, this is only a couple okay. years after, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, the plan is to... Bud's going to whack Doyle in the head. With and we the don't clip. know why. Yeah. <laughs> and so he does. He hits him in the head. He does, like, this weird backflip yes. into, like, the, the, the shelf. Yes. Yep. And he knocks some shit over. And then their girlfriends show up. Yes. And then 90s and 90s number two show up. <laughs> Joey Lauren Adams, There's man. something oh about... God. That the the brunette pork chop. There's something about the overalls and the hair clip. Yeah, and just, works for you. I kind of like it <laughs> for the of, for the brunette for Jen. Yeah, I'm kind for of her into character. It, yeah. yeah, there's Monique and Jen. Monique is played by uh, Joey, Joey Lauren Adams. Adams. And I'll tell you what, Justice man, I League w- of America, I w- JLA. I would, <laughs> I would not go Joey Adam no, near Joey Adams with a stolen dick. I'll tell you that <laughs> because what? that fucking voice is so obnoxious. Oh my God. I couldn't have sex with that voice. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, it's okay because at this time she was with Kevin Smith anyway. That's oh, true. Was she with she Smith? Was with Smith. Yeah, she was Prior like to Amy. dating yeah. Kevin Smith. Um, so anyway, uh, then we the cartoon sound effects when Doyle hits the ground yes. like Bird, Tweety Bird. Yes, yes. It's setting the stage perfectly. That for happens this movie. all the time. And the thing about this movie is, to its credit, it sustains this sort of. It does. Uh, it really tone does. Yeah. The whole yes. fucking thing. We were just talking about Beverly Hills Ninja, and there has some tonal problems, I guess. Yeah. Maybe with the consistency yeah. issues. Yeah. Well, it's just certain jokes get like set up as uh, as recurring jokes or repeat jokes, and they just don't quite. Yeah. work out that way this movie is just a cartoon yeah. pretty much straight through yeah so uh, they show up the girls show up and uh, it's Momo and Porkchop and then he, fucking Polly Short mimics like her voice yes like he likes to make fun Stop of mimicking me <laughs> <laughs> 
And the, the, apparently the girls are like really into the environment. They have They're like, such 90s hippies. alternative uh, hippies. Yeah. And it's just like... Bleeding hearts. Oh, yeah. God. Recycle, recycle. That like was a I, big thing in the 90s. I, I remember grade school teaching me to reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was the D.A.R.E. program and, and uh, recycling. Yes, the, the D.A.R.E. 90s. program. Which this movie touches on both. <laughs> yeah. And they have an Earth Day thing that they want to... They have to pick up trash uh, somewhere. Yeah. At the yeah, because in this fictional shit. universe, Earth Day is a thing that people actually care about that much. <laughs> mm. And uh, the boyfriends, they're apathetic. They don't want to go to that Earth yeah. Day shit. So we find out that that book and everything was an excuse to get out of it. Yeah, he had a big he had a big accident. He was Bud says, come in. Like, I got to show you something. Yeah. yeah. And Doyle's laying on the ground catatonic. Yeah. Ooh, he's got a wealth on his head. And yeah. there's uh, the excuse is they were lowering their giant fish. <laughs> the mahi-mahi. Yeah. They were trying to free mahi-mahi. Free mahi-mahi, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> For Earth Day. Yes. And this is this is why this movie is actually an hour and 34 minutes. It's because it takes Pauly Shore like seven minutes sometimes to deliver a line. <laughs> He's, He's like, so free. good. He's like, so you just, all you have to do is you say you were going to free the Mahi Mahi and you, he fell. Free Mahi Mahi. And then Doyle fell on his cone and he busted his hey, melon. Hey, you know what you're getting when you hire Shore. Or maybe you don't, and that's your fault. Yes. If somebody, if you have a sixty-page script and you're like, "We want to make a feature-length movie, but we don't have enough material," hire Polly Shore, and it'll be a ninety-minute movie yeah. by the end. And get Jason Blum of Blumhouse, who did this movie. <laughs> did it? It's not no, the same Blum. no, Jason Blumhouse from Bloomhouse. Oh, yeah, Bloomhouse. I'm sorry, who did Get Out? Uh, produced it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Doyle's on the ground, and he's got he lets out a little childhood trauma by saying, "Please, uh, please let me open out. up the door, mom, or at least let another pancake." <laughs> under the door yeah. this guy's got some trauma yes and it's coming out in hilarious and then Porkchop she uses her Batman skills finds out based on the shape of the welt yeah. it's it's shaped like a globe like yes. an encyclopedia yeah. and she sees the book and she goes you're an idiot because they leave the book right next yeah. to yeah. them why is that giant book on the floor <laughs> they take off they're pissed he fell on it and uh, as they're leaving and the boy's like come back and, you know they leave and they're in the car, and this is like put upon girlfriend '90s dialogue, where they just, we just have to be patient with them, you know? Like, yeah, they'll oh, grow up. They don't have much to do except bleed, like bleed, bleed, bleed from their hearts about mm-hmm. recycling in yeah. this movie. Yeah. I feel kind of bad for them. And then we get this one of the gross. There's many gross scenes in this. One of them is the toenail oh, biting. Oh God! Yeah. Because they're biting each other. It's, no, it's just it's just Stephen Baldwin eating Polly Shore's toenails. Is it a real foot or is it a prop? Um, I think it's a real think? foot. And they just have the nail like. I think in it's his... real. Either that or it was it's pre clipped, maybe. Yeah. And he I don't took know. It. I don't yeah. know, man. Yeah. But, anyways, it's gross. It is it's, gross. It's gross. And I, uh, there's a part in the movie, it's a little bit later, where I'm like, I think there's more than just a, a really tight friendship. Oh, yeah. There. I think there's maybe there's a little some kinky good, stuff. Some there's that some things that I'm good at. You are very good at it. Stuff. Exactly. I know, we'll get to exactly. it. Exactly. That's the line. Yeah. There's this, the line. This, this latent bisexuality to Pauly Shore in this movie. There's Not so much Stephen Baldwin, yeah. but Pauly Shore definitely feels like he's got some kind of. There's a fluidity to his sexuality, and, and there's a sexuality. The sexuality. Yes. There's a flashback where he's doing the fart smelling yes. and he has them on a leash. Yes. There's some sort of like weird oh, there S&M is. There thing is. going yeah, on. There's some creepy shit. I think shit. they're bummers, maybe. <laughs> that's maybe. fine. And that's fine. Um, so yeah, they do some toenail biting and the girls call. Like, they have a plan immediately. Yeah. This movie moves fast. 
they call and say, we met some Arizona tech guys. Yep. And when you hear that, you think, oh, man, these are yeah. preppy assholes. We just, we just have to threaten their base masculinity <laughs> yes. by saying other guys yep. uh, expressed an interest. And it works. They say, we're leaving this uh, site here, and we're going to go to a, a party with them. Pool yep. party down at the lake. And they're like, swimmers. <laughs> Grape smugglers. Grape smugglers. <laughs> I like when they both look off to the distance yes. at the end, and they both say grapes. One of the best jokes in there is like, you know how many diseases are in pools? Yeah, especially after we swim <laughs> in. Um. Yeah, I was like, when I first heard that, before I remember the the uh, the turn to the joke, I'm like, what are you, is, is that like a thing with this character where he cares about germs? No. <laughs> no. It's just a joke. So um, they're taking off, and he's smoking a cigarette in the car like a joint. They're lighting firecrackers and just throwing them out the window. Blows up an yeah. animal. This I do. <laughs> See, now, and this is... The kind of uh, distinction between a movie like Dumb and Dumber and Biodome, whereas Dumb and Dumber are just, they're idiots, they're yeah. dumb characters. These guys are just destructive assholes yeah, just who just smash apathetic. it, they're throwing firecrackers out the window. This is Gen X, this is the Beavis and Butthead uh, That's, that's a good comparison. Yeah. They're, they're, like, it was cool to, to wreak havoc yeah, on the system. Yeah, just not give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. Um, and not anymore, it, yeah, man. Now it's like, That's like, man, yeah. like Twenty One Jump Street had it right. <laughs> what are they doing that? Because they was like they were make, like uh, trying to be like Jonah Hill's character stuff. was like making fun of people for actually giving a shit about stuff because exactly. in the '90s it was cool to not care, yeah. and they're like, you know, exactly. Yeah, I loved that. The second one, eh. Um, okay, so uh, they go to the lake. Mm-hmm. And find, turns out that that lake has been deserted for years. The yes. girls pulled a fast one just to get them kind of yeah. get their goats. And uh, they have a f- one of, first of a few flashbacks where they, uh, he's like, we used to come to this like when we were kids. Yep. It has nothing to do with the plot, really. Nothing. But I kind of like these flashbacks. It, it expands on the trauma again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like maybe there's a reason they're like this. Yeah, really, but then it's it really like when you start when you start surface. peeling back the curtain like that, then it because then you start to actually think about like, man, he was probably abused as right, a child. 100%. And I don't want to think that about these two <laughs> characters. I'd rather think he's just a clumsy idiot. Also, I, I think Cheech and Chong need some help, you guys. <laughs> if you start thinking about all yes. these things. Um, so, yeah, there's a flashback when they're kids. And, uh, the yeah, Doyle's mom is forcing young Bud's head underwater. Just holding his head underwater. Teaching him how to breathe underwater. That's the bit. Yes. Child abuse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is when they, the plot kicks in. There's a ceremony going on. We heard about earlier because of Faulkner. So they kind of placed the... Uh, and also the firecrackers. You know, you, you guys heard of Chekhov's firecracker? I have. It's the thing where if you introduce a firecracker <laughs> earlier in the story, if, if you don't see it, then it, it, it didn't work. It doesn't right. pay off. Yeah, there's a to... lot of that, and there's Chekhov's bladder buster because mm-hmm. Dobby's drinking the bladder buster and he throws it over his shoulder. That's another th- trope in stories is Chekhov's bladder buster. <laughs> I yeah. tried to find bladder busters for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find, like, prop cups or anything. I love it, I love it when... Uh, like when you do like a film fest, like dinner in a movie, that old show. Mm-hmm. Like today we're making Ferris Bueller pancakes. Bladder Buster. Yeah. Bladder Buster. I love no ice. That actually reminds me. One time they did a Pauly Shore movie, and he he was on, and he's like, "I'm going to teach you guys how to make slurpees." <laughs> I swear to God. How to wheeze the juice? Yeah, and I think they were doing Encino Man. Nice. So it worked. I love it when you do context appropriate <laughs> celebrations, man. But. uh I'm happy with my full throttle. Yes, here. it's close to a bladder buster. <laughs> um, so anyway, they stop at the biodome to piss, and there's a ceremony going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're about to let the biodome five these carefully selected like NASA scientists almost yeah. into this dome for yep. a year, yep. and then then hey, here comes trouble. And then, but hey, he's got to pee, 
So they try so to get So they in. arrive at the place where he's going to drain his lizard. <laughs> One of those lines that, like, as a child, I think that's funny, and now I'm like, oh, God. The They're... fact that I repeated that line out loud, even <laughs> once in my life, I... makes me, like, feel bad about myself. I my still life. quote that car ride back where they go, Biodome. You think that means it goes, they both, they both go, oh, God, it's totally fucked it up. <laughs> Shooting Bio... it yeah. Biodome. You think that means it goes both ways? I don't know, but we, we do. do. And, uh, yeah, I do that. I know. We monthly. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, that, I guess right there, there is no question to yeah. it. Like Paul, yeah, he says, admits, "I don't know, but we do." Know, but we so do. they're they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to take them at face <laughs> value here. I, I think you're right. But and yeah, he's gonna drain his lizard. This movie's uh, progressive. It is. So, yeah. Uh, Kylie Minogue, though, talking, speaking of progressive, she plays a character named Petra von Kant. Yes. Which is, you know, it's an interesting it's name. It's an unfortunate name is what it is. Yes. My notes. So, um, and I'll tell you what, her in the 1990s when Lil Jer had his oh, yeah. peak redhead oh, obsession. I, I know. Oh, my God. She's, and she's, Mimi in that movie. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Both the scientists. Yeah. yeah but no, yeah, I didn't really care so much about her. I was like, eh, she doesn't do it for Kylie me. Minogue. I was so into redheads as a child. Mm-hmm. Like from like age Jessica nine Randall. to like your little Matthew McConaughey, a little bit, a little bit, yeah, uh, yeah. She's she's uh, yes. uh, striking in this. Uh, okay, they try to get into use the bathroom. There's a guard there, and then you get a little peek of their bisexuality. <laughs> I guess again, yes. When Paulie, like, if I was this guard, I would sock him in the face because Doyle does like this kung fu yes. thing, and they have the sound effects. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then Bud like grabs him by the now neck. We're gonna just... give him a little demon knight. What is demon knight? I, I googled know. it. It's not, I don't know what demon, it is. Well, demon knight is a well, no, Bordello of Blood is the vampire. Demon, <laughs> demon knight a, a vampire? Is, is that the va- no? Bordello of Blood is a vampire movie, but is demon knight right. also a vampire? <laughs> Tales from the Crypt's first movie. Demon knight. I love demon that too. Knight. I think it's D E M O N I T E. Yes, and it's just like he's just saying we got ourselves a little demon on our hands. Oh, okay. He's just trying to be. Flirty. He's a little demon knight. Okay. Exactly. I think he's being flirty. I like to guard. think he's referencing the Tales from the Crypt movie. <laughs> what is Billy Zane and William He's Sadler. just reaching deep in there. Oh, with my reference. God. So, uh, they remember Chekhov's firework? Yes. Yeah. Kev? I do. So, they throw Chekhov's firework and it causes a distraction. Everyone thinks there's like a shooting going on at the ceremony. Yeah. But it's just it's so they can get in. And it's the first of two JFK references in this movie. <laughs> yes. Because he goes over there, assassin, assassin on the grass. Yeah, that's one. That's we'll we'll, get, one. we'll, we'll get, get to the, the second one later with the, Russell. The one where you're like, how and why is it's this in this incredible. movie? I gotta see if Jason Bloom did anything else because he, he has an interesting he does perspective. Not, as a he does not have a, a large filmography. I looked it up, and he's in fact, a, he doesn't do anything else that I think we would know. He's really he's like this movie has a, posits a lot of strange ideas. It has a lot of strange things crammed into it, like childhood trauma and JFK references. Yeah. and it's it's interesting, man. It's like a hodgepodge of yes. everything. Yeah. Uh, it's really interesting. So they go inside. He pees on a waterfall. They should detect at this point that there is nobody inside and they should leave. But they pee in a waterfall. And the computer that is in place in the biodome. It's this super advanced computer. Like that, Hal from 2001. Yeah, it's got Jarvis programmed in there. <laughs> and he's he's telling him that homeostasis has dropped almost a full percentage point by, a, so by the, uh, the entrance of human urine. Yeah. So my oh, question is like... What about is it just because of like the crap that he eats, yeah, or is it oils. because like mm. urine in general is bit like what about all the animals that are in this thing? Like, yeah, yeah. urine should not be a toxic chemical entered maybe, into yeah, maybe the... digging deep. It is because of uh, Doyle's diet <laughs> and just how gross this guy is that yeah. his pee alone can do that, perhaps. So, um, 
I mean, when they go swimming, there's diseases <laughs> in the pool, so, right. you know. They leave traces of diseases <laughs> Um, I, Yeah, I thought that was excessive to drop a whole yeah. 0.9%. Right, it yeah. should just be like point or 99.9%. And then it also yeah. doesn't matter, because the very next day, it's still at 100%. Right. So it's it like, is. what they, was the point of even covers. showing that? Exactly. Now, the guy running the show, the, the white-haired gentleman who's in Magnolia. Yes, Leaky. Blues Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> He's running I gotta look up that guy's name now. I forgot that guy. If, and, um... They, they, okay, so now the scientists are in the dome, and Bud and Doyle are waving out the window yes. at the scientists, and they reveal that they're locked in with them. And everyone's outside panicking. Reporters are, are saying, is this intentional? And Leakey says, "Uh uh-huh, yes, yes, it Incredible. is. He, out of anxiety, lies, and he I guess he has to sustain the lie just for a little bit, and then uh, they make the choice to stay yes. in the dome. But my thing is, like, this is a little um, sloppy premise uh, to get them an excuse to stay in. Just because this guy uh, is flabbergasted and doesn't right. know how to oh, react. Oh, we're introducing the chaos yeah. to yeah. the yeah. system. It's a little sloppy. Because the other questionable thing about this is that the doors to the biodome are open this whole time. Yeah. So air from outside is entering exactly. the dome. So what yeah. is it about them sealing it off that they're like, oh, we can't exactly. open the doors right. again. Just get yeah. them out and, like, close and the doors close again. the door again, I, I know. Was, I was watching with Katie and she got, like, Got started to get frustrated. She's like, "Let them out now! Sterilize yeah, the waterfall, it, and they can and leave. just reset the timer for ten minutes later." You know, that's. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing, but then I'm like, "But that just ruins the whole movie." <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. you have to just. I let mean, the this larger happen. question is, how is his urine so? <laughs> <laughs> that's, the that's the one that I really well, like. I need to call a doctor and well, ask. How many full throttles have you had in your life? Because so many bladder busters. I've only had a couple. <laughs> yeah, I was. A, I was more of a. Uh, um, Oh fuck! What was that half soda, half energy drink Damn. we used to sell at Blockbuster? Jolt? No, it was a green energy drink. Surge? No, no, not Surge. <laughs> I forget. Ah, oh, god damn it! Um, anyway, but th- that so when they're locked in, that's the first instance we get of the the theme of the movie, right? Da da da, da. <laughs> which they just over they overuse it a little da, bit, but da. 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 <laughs> oh my god! Da, da. But that's a total just another nineties yeah. instant brings you back yeah um faulkner says he can't let them out there's too much at stake yes so his character he's a little cuckoo he's nuts we're gonna learn that yeah but doyle but he's got the most delicious mullet i've ever seen <laughs> delicious. this side of delicious. 1987 not this since is, um... not since mel gibson's in <laughs> lethal weapon 2 has there been such a mullet this is william atherton who um even now he he's a He's, he's, he's that credible guy in that movie. He's very, um, he's got good posture. Yeah, that buttoned up, yeah, smarmy asshole. But he's like Jeffrey Jones in the old comedies. Like he was like the, the snob yeah. versus the he's, slob. He's the prick from uh, Ghostbusters, That's right. you know. And, yeah. uh, and he still does that. Even like he's, in the Tim and Eric. He's still getting work. Yeah, he's yep. still getting He's work. still doing his, his thing. Yep. Hey, good for and, him. Yeah. <laughs> Bud and Doyle, they try their luck with some bad pickup lines. And like this is like. And the, it kind of works. It's the yeah, origin. Yeah, she's charmed. But at this time, I remember in the early 2000s, it was it was still cool to ironically use yes. bad pickup lines. But they're not using them ironic. They're ironically like they're actually like putting in an effort with their stupid. But like, with the sauce, with that with that slight bit of detachment that they have because yeah. they're like '90s alternative it works. And yeah, it kind of works on her. She's it's like, like smirking. It, and... Did it hurt when you fell from heaven? Did it hurt? <laughs> right. You know. And then You've he's been running through my mind all day. The yogurt line. Huh? Yeah, fruit at the bottom or stir. He's asking, "Have you been fucked before? <laughs> Are you a virgin?" 
And you know, I think I think that was the scene I first noticed where Paulie Shore and I was going to ask you guys. Mm-hmm. He seems to just be laughing with the jokes. Yeah, like he's just having fun on set. It's yeah. not actually Bud laughing. It's just Paulie like no, chuckling is, at his own joke. There is so much of this movie where it feels like Paulie Shore is only half into it. Yes, and yeah, he's kind of like laughing at the situation, or it's like. I thought that was a, a character choice that they're so like tight that they're like they're finishing each other's sentences, they're laughing at each okay. other's jokes. But... It's not even so much that. It's sometimes he does stuff where he starts to laugh a moment before he even delivers uh, a line that's supposed to be funny. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like it's, here comes the funny. What it seems like to me, it's like it's almost like he's giving you a performance that you'd give in a master shot every single shot of the movie. You know, he's like, he's only kind of half into it. We only need this one master, but that's his performance the whole time. I, I, Maybe he's just having fun. Yeah, to me, I, I, I buy Shore in this. I yeah. buy that he's committed to the character fully and that everything he's doing, it never uh, took me out of the character. I was like, this is all Bud here. Mm. I mean, the thing that takes me out is when you re- like you realize like he's they're both way too old to be college students yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. It's like it's one of those things where it's, it's just like, but like at the same time they're cartoons, so it's okay. You yeah, know? like they don't belong anywhere. Right, uh, but that's why I would prefer it like in Dumb and Dumber, where like they're both in their like yeah they're early thirties, but yeah. it's like you don't know what age they're actually supposed. They're just yeah. kind of schlubby everyman. Definitely you know? schlubby in that they're like working class in Dumb and Dumber, and this yeah. they're slackers. Yeah. yeah. Like skateboarders, but they never skateboard. Yeah. Right. Um, so anyway, yeah, just start over. It's only been a few hours. Start over. <laughs> right. Yes. So Faulkner shows them their quarters, which yeah. is the supply closet. And you know, already they're going to get disrespected by these scientists. Uh-huh. In the middle of the night, though, this is the problematic scene, I guess, in 2019. Yeah. He's like, hey, let's go sexually assault some scientists. <laughs> Sounds good, buddy. <laughs> So they climb into Kylie Minogue and the other one's beds in the middle of the night, and they like, like they'd be fine, but like they also start they start kind of groping. Yeah. And I know it's not fine that they climb in the beds, but this is worse <laughs> that they start kissing. Yeah, it's, like it's the shoulders. way that they're playing. It's not like they're playing it like they just want a bed. They're yeah, playing they're it like, like no, let's go, let's women. go get with those girls. Yep. Even though we both have girlfriends on the outside <laughs> that we just left one day ago. Now imagine if this this uh, scene did not have "I want candy" blaring. Yeah. It was just it would be a different tone. Oh, it just <laughs> had like just, ominous music. Yeah. Yeah, just or silence. I just think maybe that's, that's worth noise. Noise. that's worth putting together just and putting noise. it online. Just <laughs> that's what some no in general like yeah somebody should go through like a bunch of movies and take out the wacky audio yeah. from sexual assault and, and like just be like here's the reality of this situation. That's right. And the the girls were nice enough to give Bud and Doyle a, a blanket and a pillow. Yeah, each. well not hearts. each. They had to share one. Mm-hmm. But the girls are obviously a little bit. Yeah. The women are a little bit more affectionate towards them and at least care about them as yeah. opposed to Faulkner who's just like sleep in the closet. Yeah. yeah. I think Faulkner wants to get with them female side. Oh, I, I like, wouldn't surprise you. here now. Yeah. Um, but the next day, there, yeah, he does say, we're at 100% uh, homeostasis. We survived night one. Yay. Yep. And uh, Faulkner gives them a tour, Bud and Doyle. And he yep. establishes like pretty strict rules. You see he's an uptight dick. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, everything you did at home, don't do here. And they're like, everything? Flashback to them. Shave, poochie, poochie. (laughs) Shave. They're shaving a dog. Yep. Whipped cream, or shaving cream everywhere. Yep. It's disgusting. (laughs) And then cut away. And here's a word we don't hear anymore. Nads. Yeah. (laughs) There's a nads. Nads went away in 1999. Nads disappeared with 9-11. That's what happened. (laughs) Not nads was buried in the rubble. Yeah. Faulkner says, don't move. I'll uh, like, just don't move. Literally don't move. They're like, but I got a really wicked itch on my nads. (laughs) It's like, don't move. That's one of those, I I, I couldn't help but. (laughs) (laughs) 
The second part was like, I gotta, but I gotta which get itch on my neck. Yeah. That's something about that that makes me laugh. It's very similar to something in, in Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. <laughs> European. Where they're like, where they're like, he's bringing up the sequel. Where they're, hi- they're hiding. And what's the, what's the, um, I haven't uh, seen it. I haven't seen uh, it. Eddie Griffin and like Deuce Bigelow or Rob Schneider are like hiding. And he's like, sure, you gotta be quiet. And he's like, but I gotta fart. <laughs> but dude, it's like, I gotta fart. Like, I don't know why that makes yeah. it's one of the most like basic level yeah. jokes, but it still makes me laugh. Eddie Just Griffin, the... rest in peace. <laughs> Somebody announcing some horrible body thing that they have to do. Yeah. Right. But no, I got I have this I have this bladder thing. Right. <laughs> I hurt my bladder. I hurt. Yes, Russell. <laughs> oh, we'll get to Taylor Negra. I, I have some things to say about Taylor yeah. Negra in this. Okay. So Bundle, they go on their own tour. They say, fuck Faulkner. Then they first try to escape. They go to like the main door where they first were. And they yep. talk to Olivia. Yep. Yep. Uh, she's a scientist. It looks like she's a botanist or something. Mm-hmm. She says a Sherman tank would open the door. <laughs> That's what it's going to yep. take. And uh, they annoy her. Yep. Like she lets them get to her. But like, So what you're really trying to say is <laughs> yes. 385 days <laughs> right, a year? Yeah. And she goes, yes, yes. Oh, and she storms <laughs> off. But like any other person would be like, yeah, like All I right. feel bad for you. And that's you guys a, are idiots. And that's one of the things about their performance, though. Whereas, like, if they were just pure stupid, it'd be one thing. But they're literally trying they're to like piss to her off. Her like, yeah. you know, they're laughing at the fact that they're annoying her, which cool makes them so time. much more annoying now. Yeah. And why Dumb and Dumber is a movie that will hold up forever because they don't know how annoying they are. Right. Unless unless they're making the most annoying sound <laughs> in the world. Um. She runs off, yeah. Then we get a Doyle of the Jungle scene. Yeah. Uh, he swings on a vine. Yep. By the way, I recently watched George of the Jungle with Brendan Fraser. Fraser? Oh, boy. Was it bad? Fucking terrible. Yeah. Wow. Really Was it under bad. 90 minutes? Uh, we, no, because we would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really it's That's kind of like a thing now. Do you bad. have to do that where you're like, let's put on a yeah. movie and then you have to, oh, but it's under 90 yeah. minutes. <laughs> We're gonna wow, that's funny. Well, sometimes we get mad. We're like, oh, it's an hour 33. I'd love to talk about this. Yeah. Exactly. That's how I get but, more often. Yeah, like, there's I a wish lot, I could there's talk a lot about that are like 132. I'm like, I wish I could talk about Punch Drunk Love with you guys. It's like five minutes over. That is literally one that I just talked about. Like recently, you know what? We'll earn that five minutes yes. throughout the year. The debit. Count yeah. me in. You know what we'll do? We'll get on Patreon, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash ninety over ninety, <laughs> yes. and for the extra Patreon episode, we'll do the one that's uh, where we earn it every month. We yeah. earn. All right. I'm, so I'm still waiting for one twenty over one twenty. <laughs> yeah, one hundred twenty movies over, which is there's way more. Two hundred forty yes. over two hundred and forty. I know. I just watched Lord of the Rings like last yeah. night. And yeah. I was like, we're gonna do we're gonna do three hundred under three hundred. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like every movie. Right. right. Every movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just or just or just three, or just three over three hundred. Yeah. <laughs> you have like four movies. Just three. Yeah. Uh, so Bud skips over, he skips over to Petra Kunz, <laughs> Yeah. And he talks to her about carrots. And I can this see, carrot scene, I see man. The, I see the attraction. Yes. Yeah, she, she blows a carrot. Yes. And then she bites it sexually. Yeah. That's one of the scenes where he's like, ah, and he's laughing before she even does it. <laughs> he's having fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's a little subplot with Bud. He like gets on the ground. He does like yoga. Yes. And he gets stuck and Petra leaves. And then Doyle shows up and he has like a sciatic. sciatica. Yeah. yeah. It's the second mention of it. And My sciatic. Yeah. <laughs> Like, why? What does that do for the character? This movie is filled with things like that. Little things that don't really pay off, but it's there. To yeah. Like just, here, throw it in the stew. Here's why? Little... So that he can uh, just drop, drop down. Yeah, that's the only reason he could do it? 
Or the only reason it's there? They're, th- they're throwing everything in the pot, yeah. and then we get. Uh, speaking of throwing everything, and we get we meet Taylor Negron as the stepdad. <laughs> Joey, this Lauren. is a character I am convinced was like bulked up after the first Taylor? day of shooting because, because he was he, so good. Because he keeps showing up. He's yeah. like in this scene, and then there's a scene later on where they're looking, where they're watching the news, which we'll yep. get to. And you can <laughs> tell that that was like. You can tell that that was like the same. Day, day or day, you know, two days of shooting. Yeah. And then he shows up as like, the I guarantee he was driver. not supposed to be the delivery driver. <laughs> I guarantee he was not supposed to be the one who's like, at the very last minute is like, wait, wait, the party. Yeah. It's like, no, it's like they thought, they found how funny it's he was. Cool if they did. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. I'm convinced. He's great. Rest in peace for real. Is yeah. he actually deceased? Yeah. That's yeah. unfortunate. And like, just what the fuck is with his yes. character he's in this very movie? Everything he, he's been in, Taylor Nigel, makes <laughs> interesting choices. Yeah. <laughs> So they see uh, Bud and Doyle in the news. This is what the scene's about. Like, first she has like a little preamble with Russell. Yep. Yeah. He's sitting on the couch. He's like, he's a lot like Bud and Doyle, except the suburban version. And she's like, why don't you get off your ass? There's beer cans in the yeah, in the so, room. Yeah, beer cans in the bathroom. What does that mean? Ba- of beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically just to establish that she's his stepfather for no reason yeah, at all. Step- like that's yeah. you know. Yeah, it's and it's and it's it's creepy because he says a line I think not in this scene but another one where he one. says it's frightening how much you want me. Like later, yeah, that gets that actually is disturbing. Yeah. Now. Uh, when I uh, when I watched this, uh, he first showed up. I turned to Katie. I said, "This is the best character in the movie." <laughs> By the end of the movie, I'm like, "He's not the best <laughs> character." In the you movie. replaced him. Yeah, because of how creepy he is with Joey Lauren. He's wearing depends. Yeah, he he says the real problem is I've run yeah, out of depends. Out of depends. And then he's just she's like, like, "There's a bathroom right over there." And he goes, "I." Can't can't go to the bathroom. I hurt my bladder rollerblading. <laughs> he's rollerblading. I'm surprised we didn't get a flashback of yeah, him yeah. rollerblading and eating shit. That would be awesome. He's so great. You yeah. don't see people rollerblading anymore, do you? No, rollerblading went out with nads <laughs> in 9-11. Um, so that now the girlfriends, they, they know that Bud yes, Doyle are in the, the dome, so they visit them. and yeah. uh, they get them. like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yes, I was I waiting for Jared to do it. And, I knew he could oh do it. Oh my god! <laughs> and Bud goes, coo, 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 coo. he does it again. And uh, let's put Joey Lauren Adams and Jennifer Tilly in a movie oh. together and see that. Let's just it's called kill yourself. It's called <laughs> let's see how long you'll last. That's called. It's like I got to seven minutes in that movie. Mm-hmm. I'm practicing. I'm hoping to get to an hour eventually. <laughs> so they visit them and they talk to them through glass and they give like a formal goodbye because they're locked in there for good. Yeah, they make out on the glass it's just disgusting it's gross yeah. uh, he like sucks her titties he does he starts going at like, her titties it's too it's, <laughs> they're really pushing that PG th- it's getting a little fucky for me yes. if you know anything I don't <laughs> like when things get too fucky get fucky yeah um, but you, like and you think oh these guys are, are they're dedicated yeah. they love their girlfriends okay <laughs> this, this except is... for the time that they tried to sexually assault <laughs> the, the people they live with now we're at dinner and they're eating this weird soy casserole. It's their main source of protein in the dome. Yep. Seems like these people in the dome didn't make any effort to make real food or anything that resembles food. Right, it's just zero. this brown... It looks like refried beans. Yeah. And the, they say we got to spice it up a little bit. That's basically it. And then at night, Doyle can't sleep. And he says, "Think about the sleepovers we used to have, and it's really gross." Yeah, this is the this is the <laughs> the the the. Uh, he looks like the he's in full on weasel. He even says he's the weasel. It's yeah. really funny because he is clearly he's making fun of himself. Yeah. Like, I'm the weasel. Yes. Like he even overdoes it in yeah. that uh, shot. The <laughs> he's got this giant <laughs> wig on. <laughs> the and, and Baldwin, like he 
what I appreciate kind of is like you get the version of what Baldwin would be in the Weasel era, which is <laughs> that universe. Yeah. spikes, <laughs> and he's got black lipstick on and a fucking like studded a collar, collar that uh, the Weasel's holding. Yeah, and he gives it a little tug every now and then and, too. And he, and he makes him smell his farts <laughs> and like try to tell what food smells comprise the fart. It's yeah. really gross. Yes. Yeah, it's disgusting. But he does a good job at identifying it. He, he knows does. what it is by the scent. This, if they could somehow harness this talent, <laughs> right. yeah. you know? Doyle, though, like, if he right. could somehow be, like, a human drug-sniffing dog, <laughs> he'd have a real career on his hand. I'm convinced Doyle is the sex slave, and, like, yeah. Bud's giving yeah. it to him. I think yeah. so. Um, I would really... We need to tweet Jason Bloom. Like, <laughs> what were your intentions behind these characters? Also, how, I loved Happy Death Day to you. Um... <laughs> The stepdad shows up, and uh, uh, he shows... Oh, back to the house, I'm sorry. Uh, Russell shows Mo how Bundoyle are getting tail. He shows yeah. her the newspaper. Check well, it out. You, you gotta Doyle wonder who tail. shot that picture. Because <laughs> right it's in the jungle. <laughs> who took the picture in the dome? Who sent it to the press? Yeah. Uh, so Because there's a picture of Bundoyle and the two scientists. Yeah, and they're like... And it's very out of character for the female scientists to pose the way they are. They, swim, they in swimsuits, yeah. right? Right. With so Bud and Doyle. The, the, it, <laughs> what it implies is that either Romulus... Faulkner or Olivia yeah. took this shot yeah. and then like sent it out to the press. Which is not happening. No. Uh, so there's a, a merchandising scene. We're talking to um, Taliki. Taliki again. Leaky. Henry Gibson was the actor's name, by the way. I had Thank to look it up. They say that um, they need condoms. the wedding singers or the wedding crashers. Henry Gibson. Oh yeah, that's what he's best known. <laughs> well, that was the joke. The uh, the uh, the Alf movies. Henry Gibson. Uh, they need Bud and Doyle condoms. They want Bud and Doyle action figures with huge dicks. <laughs> Anatomically correct, yeah. of course. Somehow they're instant celebrities because they broke into the biodome. So rather than him being like, you guys are fucked, you like fucked this whole thing up, we're going to pursue legal action. Instead, he's like, well, let's make toys out of these assholes yeah. who broke in. Yeah. And they're like, we have toy ideas, by the way. Yes. Yep. And they have an idea for a 900 number, 100 oh squirrel and stuff. Yes. Something about being a thigh deep in tofu <laughs> naked. I'm Doyle. <laughs> and I'm. But <laughs> uh, there's another flashback here. I forget what cues it, but it's them on the roof, the Mary Poppins yes, umbrella fly. bit where Doyle jumps off. Yeah. Um, it's because they're bored. They're hanging out and the, it's the next day or the same day. Yeah, whatever. he says, remember what we did the one time that the TV went out, the Magnavox yeah. went yeah. out. And then they play. There's a company that everybody like, knows a Magnavox. <laughs> and then in the movie, they're like, let's fuck around for a couple minutes. So they play football. Yeah. <laughs> they play hide and go seek. And they propose in a, an official meeting. The, that they grow weed, yes. purple sticky Damn. buds. Yeah, they which is a thing that totally goes over your head as a child, yes. and like now you're like, oh, I get, a, I understand this a lot more. Is, what you're thinking, illegal, <laughs> illegal. That means that he entered. That means that he had marijuana <laughs> seeds on his person yeah. when they entered the biodome. That's right. So, so that's the scene where they're. They're playing hide and seek, right? And yeah, it's like a montage. And Doyle goes into the into Romulus's insect yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared and I were talking about this how. You can explain it if you want, Jared, but basically he's just like running around in a circle, dumping yeah. things. He's not he's like, not doing anything uh, except causing destruction for no reason. Yep. Um, the, we, we're also intercutting or cutting back to the girlfriends, and I think this is the director cameo. They sign his shirt, and he's like, Mr. No. Bloom? you know who that is? Who is? That's not Mr. Bloom. That's 
George, that's Bill Clinton's brother. That's right, Roger Clinton. <laughs> Roger yes. Clinton. I, do I thought it was the director too because they call him Mr. Bloom. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, oh, that's perfect for a director's cameo. Yeah, right. He says, uh, I'm going to, what does he say? I'm going to write a song about him. Don't forget, I'm going to write a song. I thought it was like the director. Because Roger Clinton was a, a singer. Is he? You know, yeah. I thought it was the director like doing a veiled, I'm going to make a movie about them. Instead, yeah. I'm going to make a song about them. Yeah, nope. yeah. That's That That would make more sense yeah. than <laughs> President Clinton's brother. <laughs> Cool. But Clinton gets another call out later. And why so. name him after the director? It's weird. <laughs> yes. Someday, fucking Roger Clinton's going to be president, and we're going to be like, he's just like little rascals he with was Trump. In Biodome. He was in Biodome. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> God I damn. voted Clinton in 2021. Uh, Hillary? No, Roger. Yeah. <laughs> Roger. Cue uh, Rose McGowan. She's yes, in this. a little yeah. bit part. The, the 90s would not be complete without uh, Me Too's Rose McGowan. <laughs> Uh, I guess this on. was. I, I would assume this is probably pre-Scream. Like I don't know when in the uh, year that Scream came out. They're both the same year. Yeah. I just don't know which Straight one came on out first. She was busy, busy. So there's a party going on. There's an invitation. Now this is something that the girlfriends do to waste time in this movie. Yeah. They go to a party. Someone shows up and says there's another party going on somewhere else. They <laughs> yeah. go to that party. Uh, they're at a party. And then they're at that party and they get invited to another party. Yeah, they're That's at the roach. whole subplot of <laughs> and, this movie. And I think it's it's also kind of funny, too, is where it's like the idea that these, you know, environmental causes are just these stupid a bunch they're of kids. Keggers. They're just keggers. That's all and it is. And every time of... they go, they're like disappointed that it's not what they expect right. yeah. what you want be. it to be. <laughs> like, we're 22 years old, apparently. Yeah. Uh, they, but they, Rose McGowan, I invite them to the party, and the two girlfriends like rationalize that maybe they should meet new dudes. Yeah. No, Joey Adams rationalizes we need to move on. They're in there. <laughs> They're not going to be out for a whole ten more months. Like we, we, think need, about to, we need to think about ourselves because yeah. we're independent '90s women who aren't going to wait a year for their men yeah. to come out, Pork who shop. clearly are sexually assaulted. <laughs> right, they aren't great guys and, anyways. So. Pork chop feels she doesn't want to do it. Yeah. She's got her cool. She loves I like that you keep calling her pork chop. Even though that's <laughs> I don't know her name. Well, Jen. Yeah, how do you know her name? Because because he's got a necklace on. This yeah. is Jen's oh. movie. Oh, speaking of, in Poor the beginning job. of the movie, I don't know if you remember it, he's wearing like a mechanics vest. Yes. And, I, it says, I, and on the name tag it says meat. <laughs> it does. <laughs> just remember that. Yeah. For later. For later when for, there's a turn. When there's a little director's just sprinkling oh. the little sauce All right, there. all right, yeah. But so you didn't catch it. I, I never caught it as a kid, I but I caught it this time. first time catching it because I'm like, his shirt says meat on it. I never yeah, even knew I that can't. it said meat. I was yeah. like, yeah, that's so funny because we're like, we're going to record this with Kevin. I'm confused because I don't know what is going on. Yes. Yeah, Bud's got a vest. Yes, Bud says me. That says me. Like the name tag says me. Yes, you'll see a payoff later. All right, all right. So it's not even really a It's payoff. not even great. It's, it's, not, it's, it's really stupid. Guys, it's so I can't wait for this. It's really oh, it's good. coming. It's coming, guys. It'll come after the it's montage. It's going to blow your fucking mind. And you know what? You're going to think it's crazy, and maybe it is. But... <laughs> Listen to Beverly Hills Bud and Doyle, they straight up flirt with the ladies with a pineapple like smoothie, and they're like, so that's where our harvest went. Yeah, so <laughs> right. They clearly took all the fruit <laughs> and made one drink out of it. And it's like extravagant. What does Petra say to them? She says, You're, uh, incorrigible. you're incorrigible. You're incorrigible. <laughs> yes. Um, Marco Cholo scene in the artificial rain generator. They're in like. Like oh, they're in the hot tub. tub. Yeah, it looks like a hot tub, but it's a rain generator. And they're playing Marco Polo, and then they fart, and it's funny. Ha ha. They, yes. They play hide and seek. It's got a little warmer. That's <laughs> um, In the butterfly room now with Romulus. Mm. Yeah, they destroy it. All the butterflies get away, and it sucks because Romulus, he has this idea about taking a really rare butterfly and breeding it. Like, yes. A lot. And making yeah, thousands. Because it's endangered. Um. And then, okay, so he destroys it. Romulus freaks out. Back to girlfriends now. They're at the party. It's yeah. a new party. Yes. New party. 
Roach. <laughs> Roach. Roach, who's another really interesting another character. P.T. Anderson alum. <laughs> Roach. Yeah. yeah. From Boogie Nights. From Boogie Nights. Yeah. You shouldn't do that donkey dick. Faster. Harder. <laughs> Every time I look at that guy, I'm creeped out. And it's like, you know, you can obviously he's associate. Got a face. You can associate it with Boogie Nights. But he's creepy in this movie, too. Yes, like, he's yes. got something behind his eyes where yeah, I don't he, trust he's him. He's killed someone. He's like. <laughs> in real life. Yes. Not yeah. Roach. He's he's like, what are else. you, you freak? Look at it. <laughs> um. He uh, he was definitely a '90s guy. Yes, and, yeah. Uh, and you could like this movie's got a universe. Like we somehow we know a lot about Roach, and he's in like two scenes, yes. yeah. three scenes. We, yes, um, he tries to pick up on Rose McGowan, like the Roach and Roach. It's a whole other movie, <laughs> <you know? laughs> the Roach and Roach show. And she turns him down. He's like, she thinks she's so cool because she hangs out with Bud and Doyle's girlfriends. And there's these two douches. Oh my oh, god! Just who here? You and, got you got fucking. Uh, young Nathan Fillion over here, <laughs> and you got fucking Eric Stoltz over here. <laughs> Stoltz. The long-haired guy, yeah. yeah. These two douches hear Roach saying, like, Button Doyle's, Doyle's girlfriends well, are here. Bite on Button Doyle's girlfriends? Oh, well, okay, we'll go flirt with him. Let's, they, go, let's go try to sleep with him. And they walk up to him, and, uh, well, that that's intercut. So now we're back at the dome, <laughs> and a golf ball through the window. Like the the Bidome Five are like having a meeting, and they're like these these guys are assholes, but uh, we need them out of here, or like we need to control. Hey, them. remember when we said we're not going to open the door? Maybe we should open the door. <laughs> yeah, and then the golf ball goes through their window, yes. and uh, he's like, "Damn it, damn it, damn it! How am I supposed he's, to?" He's hit? blaming the goat. He's by using the way. a goat as a caddy. <laughs> damn it, Billy! Damn it, damn it, damn it! <laughs> he yells at Billy. <laughs> Use the shower iron, and he says something. He's like, "How am I supposed to hit a double birdie yeah. with my bogey?" Yeah. Which doesn't make any like he does. He's just birdie with my bogey with the shower iron, Billy. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. You're embarrassing me in front of my friends. Billy, 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 Billy. Um, they get the action figures. They're Rock'em Sock'em yes. robot types. Yeah. They're like four inches away from each other, but they're Rock'em Sock'em robots. They, they're going to help Romulus. I get, here's What's the end game? Because they put up a big flypaper wall. They have to know it's going to kill the... I don't think water. they know it's going to no, kill No, I think them. they think it's just right. going to catch the bugs. And, and they could take the bugs off it. They get Romulus, and they're like, we got something to show you. He's like, if it's about Faulkner's third nipple, <laughs> I already see it. I already know it. <laughs> I already know it. <laughs> this, this actor, uh, I can't remember his name yeah. either. Romulus? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He Kevin something Kevin not James. <laughs> it's Kevin. He's got James. a he's got a real simple name like that. Kevin Anyways, um, he like this is like him really like I imagine he demanded to Jason Bloom. He's like I have to have a funny line in here or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he writes this nipple line himself. Maybe I like Maybe. to think it's helpful. He's like he demanded it. He's like I am a talent. Yeah. Or I was in a Domino's commercial. <laughs> the pterodactyl one. Yeah. yeah. Um, or Bloom is such a big uh, man with the golden gun fan that he had to put in a third, yeah, third nipple. Um, they, anyway, they say we got something to show you, and then they take him to the flypaper wall. And not only is it like all his butterflies, but there's a bird. There's a full size yeah. bird stuck to it. And he, they now have done worse by Robin. Oh yeah, he screams the horror, right. the pain, <laughs> and like Polly Shore is already laughing. Like yeah, they, they're in like that shot, he's it. like. Like, he's going to scream and it's going to be funny. He did it. This is take two and we already know how funny it can be. That's why I feel like it's sadistic because they're like, oh, he's about to scream like in Ah, in pain. Like, okay, cool. They're sociopaths. I I don't want to think of them like that. Yeah. (laughs) So they get locked in the closet that night as punishment and they're starving. Get locked in the closet. I I just watched uh, a few parts of it recently. Trapped in the closet. Catching up on the closet cannon. Yeah. yeah, Definitely. (laughs) The arcade. Because, you know, I was at a... This happens. 
and I don't mean to digress too much, but I was at a gas station and someone was blasting. This is the remix edition, edition. man. It's so good. He's like huge. He's bigger now that he's been <laughs> officially he's this, like... accused of a rapist. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with people? Yeah. I, we live in a really fucked up country <laughs> and time. Right Shot now. in Freud everywhere. Yeah, I um, swear, I saw something that like, you know, the listeners know this that Dan has been banned from Twitter. But, uh, <laughs> Getting too uh, alt lefty. Oh, I, I I saw something the other day that literally I, I I it made you mad, didn't it? I wrote out the tweet and before I sent send, I said this is gonna get me a time <laughs> just like Dan, and I think I'm gonna stop right now. But yeah, yeah it's probably for the best because now yeah. I don't even look at that shit and I feel a little healthier. Yeah, so I was gonna yeah. say that's kind of ignorance is bliss, people. <laughs> Um, they sniff out. This, they go in the air vents to get out yes. of the room because because he uh, squirrely smells something. Yeah, I got set, I'm Again, catching something with my. Beak. Both of them have these amazing yeah. <laughs> noses and and palates that they can smell all of this stuff. They, so they climb through the vents and they end up in a, a room and there's like a dummy canister. It's got a biohazard sticker on it. Yep. But they know. That, or it's they speculate. It's this one. It's this one. All of this. All of this hermetically sealed food. I can <laughs> smell. One. And then every time I see the scene, I want snacks. This is a good yeah, snack yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, it really does. They dump yeah. the canister and they cue Steelers wheels stuck in the middle with you for <laughs> some reason. <laughs> Reservoir and dogs. I will say, as much as I want snacks, usually watching this, if you look at the collection of it's snacks, it's really impressive. not that good. I know stuff. There's <laughs> like, like country Cheeto time balls. lemonade. Yeah, and like you know. Flaming hot Cheetos, spam. which I don't like in their spam. spam. Yeah. The spam we get a little later. They're there's really like, there's like, there's literally the like a vacuum sealed like tray of vegetables yeah, in there too. It's, it's like that's not a snack. I know. I just, I think it's the idea of just pouring a yeah. bunch of snacks. It's, it's whatever they had at the craft services table that <laughs> nobody else was eating that they like threw in the drum. I think you're right. Um, and then here's they they find a can of nitrous and they start huffing <laughs> is nitrous that laughing gas? and they get no high way. <laughs> stuck in the middle of the years playing and uh, Bud does not correctly quote Blue Velvet he does kind of a summation quote yes. of like uh, yeah. who Frank Booth is which is kind of a slutty dirty dude he just goes oh I'm <laughs> slutty oh I'm <laughs> slutty and Dennis Hopper Dennis never Hopper, says Blue Velvet in the movie at all. <laughs> We did follow that bird and Jared did that quote. <laughs> when I mentioned Frank Booth, and it might have like, that's not in the movie. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Jared's quoting bio now. I'm quoting, which is misquoting. Something else that we'll get to in the future. I'm teasing it is what I'm doing. I'm laying a Marvel I'm teaser. It. I'm just mentioning the ether now, and we'll explain it five movies from now. Sorry to call you out. <laughs> I don't care. They're they're exiled uh, after they're discovered. Well, they, they, well they're numb. They, they're they're the numb gas. from the gas. And one of my favorite bits is that Doyle finds the needle. Yeah. And he just looks at it and he goes, Squirrely! And he throws it at us. In his heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right in and his And you, you don't even know what's in that right. needle. Who knows? He one goes, time, anything? <laughs> one time me and Jer were hanging out with past and future guest Rick Schuler, And he had cork darts. <laughs> and Jer was sitting on the couch and we were all in a crazy mood. We were young, we were not inebriated in any way, but I throw the dart hoping to hit between Jer's legs. <laughs> and I'm close enough to where I think I can do it. And it hits him in the thigh. And it sticks out. And what does Jer do? What does Jer do? I turn, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, okay, then put a pin in that. Or a dart. And then I turn to Rick and I'm like, so anyway. And then I, I get hit. And then I get hit in the chest with a dart. Jared throws the dart back at me. <laughs> the 
it's a form of revenge. Oh my god. None of us, neither, let the record show, neither of us are correct in this. Or right. <laughs> no. Jer threw the dart at my chest, and it, and I just looked down, and it's sticking out of my chest like the needle in this movie. If I remember correctly, though, it didn't actually pierce your skin. It was, like, stuck to your shirt, like, mostly. Uh, I thought it, like, just in, touched your skin, but it, it didn't I, actually pierce it. In my memory, it pierced my and skin. And it pierced your leg? I think. I don't remember. Yeah, remember. yeah it did. I didn't it, <laughs> it, did. it was sticking out, and it was and it was definitely in my chest. I thought you were wearing a sweatshirt, and like it was in the sweatshirt mostly, but yeah. it was like because it was kind of like hanging down well, a little I didn't, bit. It didn't go to the hospital or anything. I didn't way. even. I just abandoned. It's not like the time you cracked your head wide open when, <laughs> when we were hanging roller, out with Rick. when he was rollerblading. When I hurt my bladder <laughs> rollerblading. No, there was a time skitching off the back of a go kart. <laughs> we shot a short film. Uh, I skitched off the back of a go kart on rollerblades with a, a rope, and it made a sharp turn and my rope had too much slack so I kept going straight when they made right and my too much Oof. momentum and I slid my head first into a curb. Mm. Did you go to the hospital? I No. No, I didn't. He uh, didn't. Just a butterfly bandage. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I swear, I, just thinking about it now, I still get chills <laughs> yeah. every time because it's so like he could have died. Might have been a concussion. Whatever. Who hasn't had a concussion <laughs> here amongst us? Um, Sorry, me. It's <laughs> a different story. <laughs> for a different time. Maybe we'll have him on. Yes. Um, they're exiled to the desert portion of the dome, yeah. and they're left to essentially starve. Yeah. If Faulkner has anything to say about it. Also, going back, why are all those snacks just in the storage room? I think it's emergency I think snacks. It's just, yeah, well, maybe. one of the scientists had a stash. Right, because I, I don't think it's supposed to be there because yeah. it's marked as biohazard. It's true. So, like, true. somebody put them in there yep. thinking there's no way we're Romulus. Romulus. Yeah, it's Romulus all the way. Romulus. I need my Cheetos. I don't know, maybe Olivia. Yeah. <laughs> Um, she is a botanist. She's probably already got <laughs> purple sticky punch somewhere <laughs> hidden in that. That's where they got it. I think you're right. Uh, they say that we're going to start our own dome. The one that's <laughs> the dome within <laughs> the dome. The dome within the dome. I love that. I, um, and then, like, they're out of their weekend. Yeah. And they're laying on a rock, and this is confession time of the movie. Yeah, it's it's no more than twenty four hours. I was gonna later. say, how long were they? They are there? not in the desert for very long. <laughs> not long enough to where they're dying like, of hunger like, and dehydration. They're sitting there. They're like. Hot and tired yeah. and hungry, mm-hmm. and then it's nighttime and they're cold, and then it's the daytime and they're even more tired. Yeah. That's what happens. Yep, and it's like a day cycle. Bud confesses to something to do with a woman going insane that he had to do with, and yeah, he never took responsibility. Do- Doyle's for. aunt goes insane mm-hmm. because Doyle's aunt's husband breaks up with her because he found because he found a flamenco dancer's outfit in her closet and he assumed she was cheating on him. Well, it turns out that flamenco dancer's outfit was mine. Buds. <laughs> it's buds. And it was never buds. told anybody. Aunt Flo's insane now. <laughs> she has her freedom. But she has her independence. Yeah. Independence. That is, Bud is responsible for the <laughs> mental collapse of a human being. Of at um, least one person. And Doyle is a chipmunk's responsible for a fire. <laughs> yeah. A great chipmunk fire of 79. And yeah. Doyle's also responsible for the... The euthanization of Bud's cat. Because yeah. he stepped on the turtle, flushed it down the toilet, let the cat take the rat. <laughs> <laughs> this movie uh, could have a wiki. One of the entries is the great ship. Yes. And that's referenced again later. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the best part about it, is you get the callback. Yeah. I like it. Some comedies you'll find do this. Like They're two-thirds into the movie, and they, they decide to set up something and then call back to Yes, the they start act. establishing yeah. additional yeah. things. Um... 
so just as uh, they find a lizard, a tasty dactyl. <laughs> a tasty dactyl. A tasty dactyl. <laughs> they find a key in the door. It's that simple. Yes. Yeah. In the biodome door. That you can just open it and they leave. Yep. Which you got to assume, like, maybe there was some kind of emergency right. built emergency into the... Expert. But, like, again, the key is just left there. Like, I don't know. And uh, the first thing they do is they get some food. Oh, my God. Pizza Every left. time I see this pizza, man... Yeah. Give, give me the drink. Give me the drink. Give me the drink. Give me the drink. I just yeah. want to shove down pizza I, and just I want like the soda on top biggest of it. slice of. I just oh want to shove a whole New York pizza <laughs> into my mouth. Um, first, I, I may have to go to Nona's. Who, who gets the them home. the pizza? It's Russell. Exactly in a role that could not have been for him. <laughs> he hurt his bladder rollerblading. Uh, they, there's a boot on their car, so yeah. they yes, can't yes. use their car. It's uh, so they go to a payphone. They order pizza at the payphone. Russell shows up, gives them bladder busters and pizza, and they call Roach because they they're gonna what? Because Russell tells them that his girls are hanging out with That's at right. the party, That's right? right? They're at a party right now, yeah, uh, like some quad party with yes. those two tech AZ tech guys. Arizona Watch out for tech. Arizona tech guys. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Um, so the, basically, the movie resets and they repeat the swimmer subplot all over again. <laughs> yeah. They learn about the girls and they're like, we gotta throw a, we gotta up one up yes. the other guys, the potential threats. So they decide they're gonna throw a bigger party and like, where are we gonna do it? The place we just escaped. <laughs> By a dome. Yeah. And they call up Roach. Roach is the flyer guy. In yes. the 90s, you need flyers, and man. apparently he's done them for him. He's done them for them before. You know, remember that time we threw that party, printed out and handed all those well, flyers? We're Again, getting, backstory. We're getting backstory that we didn't need or care about. And Roach is like, and also it's Roach's birthday. Roach had a birthday, and Bud never <laughs> said happy birthday to him. He calls him out on that. So Thanks for not calling me on my birthday. I wanted him to call Guess him. Because you don't have time for your bourgeois friends anymore. See, again, there's something crazy about him. He's Roach. psycho. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with Roach. His name is Roach. You don't, that's not a biological name. He, you know why? Because he's going to survive long after you. <laughs> Where do you think he got the purple sticky punch seeds from? Roach. Oh, we forgot that they escaped the dome, so he doesn't have them on his person yet. Oh, that's So true. he could have gotten them at the party that's or something. True. Yeah, they might, yeah. That does come later. Yeah. I thought that was earlier. Yeah, yeah. So um, do we meet Tenacious D? Yes. Uh, very yeah. early incarnation, because Jack Black looks pretty thin. Yes, yeah, he's not the thinnest I've ever seen. I remember watching, uh, just like a couple years ago, an episode of uh, Mr. Show. Oh, yeah. And Jack Black is on there with very long, like long, like Orange County long hair. Uh-huh. And looks like trim. And I'm yeah. like, wow, that was the most impressive <laughs> I've ever been. I mean, is Mr. Show good? Mr. Show, uh, again, I haven't watched it in a few years. I wouldn't watch that Netflix. The Bob and David. Yeah, that one wasn't mm-hmm. as good. But I do remember watching Mr. Show and texting Dad. I'm sorry I didn't trust your opinion. Because <laughs> there's been a few times where, like, Dad was into something yeah. when we were yeah. younger, and we were just too young to appreciate That's it, right. but years later got into it, and that was one of them where I was like, man, you were right about yeah. Mr. Show. Mm. Well, i got to get into it. Yeah, check it out. D is at that party. Yeah. Kate, Kate, Katie does have a Netflix disc subscription still, so <laughs> get them through the mail. You can... She does. That's she's, impressive. She's, she's the last person on Earth That's to have impressive. a Netflix uh, disc uh, mail-in uh, subscription. Respect. Uh, there's a party at the Biodome now. Yeah. Or no, yeah, we're kind of cutting back. Uh, there's Tenacious D. Don't say we didn't say he's a freaking tree! <laughs> yeah. And they're doing like... Which again, that should have been fucking like... Oh, they're just, freaking trees! Yeah. But no, it's... They're in a... they, bla- they wasted their, their fuck <laughs> on, uh, on the President Clinton yeah, line, yeah, which is so Clinton. stupid. Yeah. Give it to Tenacious D, yeah. that's what His I say. Brothers are this big. Yes. Um, 
So in the quad, they're all giving each other like massages. Yeah, back rubs, the and back the, rub circle. Because that's how that's gonna help the environment. The girls are not into it, and like the pervy. Who did you say he was? The the, the short haired dude. Oh, Nathan. Nathan Fillion? Yeah, young Nathan Fillion. Like he like gets over like his shoulder. Yeah. Like he's like, let me open up your chakras. Yes. <laughs> and like that's when she says enough's enough. Yes. But like immediately, someone comes in because this is the girlfriend's whole trajectory. They say, "There's another party. <laughs> Come to this other party." I I want to. I do want to take a brief dog. moment where if you look at the wide shot of the. Uh, circle you hear tenacious d singing in the background mm. but they're not playing oh. at all jack black is literally <laughs> swinging a the... guitar <laughs> he's swinging it around yeah. like haru in beverly hills ninja yeah and then he sets it down carefully and then he, yeah he yeah. gently places it on the he's ground that's it. like i feel like that's jack black being like look look dude i'm gonna make the most of this yes. background role here yeah. you know so there's a big party at the dome yep uh, all hell is breaking loose according to Hal, the computer. <laughs> all hell is breaking loose. Yep. Michael, all hell is breaking loose. <laughs> they, it, it immediately came together. Yes. Uh, the whole thing. Massive yeah, th- party. This a very elaborate and expensive party <laughs> yes, that they yeah. somehow threw together without the other four scientists or, or five <laughs> scientists knowing. That's what I was going to say. The five scientists, by the time they learn that something is wrong, the whole, everyone is it's full swing yeah that, what is going maybe, on maybe the, it was the middle of the night and they were all asleep yeah. I don't know the biodome is mostly made of glass you can see these people <laughs> entering from any angle yeah. of the biodome yeah so the girlfriends show up and to their dismay the place is trash this is not what they, they had in mind about yep. the environment it's like wait I thought you wanted to have a big environment <laughs> and the dudes the, the dudes finally lay their cards on the table from earlier Nathan Philly yes. and another yeah. they're like nah, we didn't care about the environment we just wanted to get laid yeah <laughs> <laughs> they just tell them. Yeah, that's straight up. No, we were trying to get laid. <laughs> so that works often. Uh, Bud and Doyle are ushered in by these buff dudes, like buff, like Maori looking fellas, carrying him on a um, like a gurney. Yeah, and they, Bud and Doyle has a giant fruit <laughs> cornucopia hat. It's obnoxious <laughs> how big it is. That's what happened to their fruit harvest. Yeah. They didn't say it earlier, but they're like, oh, I guess we shouldn't show her our hat. I thought, that, huge hat. I thought we'd give her some of our punch, and then she would want to check out our hat. There's a band playing that I know Jared rolled his eyes at. <laughs> at the, uh, the punk band, the ska band, the band, was playing at the party. I know Why did I roll my eyes? I just feel like it's something Jared would be like, this is fucking annoying. I, 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 I honestly didn't pay enough attention okay. to the music. To It's like a ska punk band, and they're doing a cover yeah. of uh, Do You Want to Dance by the Ramones. And, uh, <laughs> Got a face that can stop. <laughs> Faulkner is snapping. He like grabs one of the party goers oh, just for drinking a beer. Nuts at him. He's gonna beat up just one dude at yes. the party. Yeah. And so the scientists, yeah, they all eventually wake up. They make their way down. Mm-hmm. I think actually the the women scientists are rubbing their eyes yeah. as if they were sleeping. Mm-hmm. They come down the stairs and they see everything. Yeah. And, and they just see it's complete chaos. And then like basically the girls say this is not what we had in mind. Next day they're still there and they're picking up trash like doing their part. And yeah. buttons are like. What are you doing? We were going to do that. And they're like, well, now we have to because you guys are assholes. Right. And they feel bad about that. They know that they have to uh, redeem themselves in some way. Now, meanwhile, uh, I like this. Like, the third act turn, Faulkner pulls, like, a Colonel Kurtz in uh, Apocalypse Now. <laughs> hides himself. He goes crazy. Yeah. And they don't know where he is. He's yeah. So at the party, he gets ganged up on by a bunch of party goers and handcuffed to a pole. Oh yeah. So he gets handcuffed yeah, to a pole. That's right. And then they because then they the have handcuffs. that one weird shot of him yeah. that ends the scene where yeah, it's just where like it's slow pushing. Yeah. His face. yeah. He's like in the jungle. Yes. Like, yeah. Where you're like, did he did he orchestrate this whole thing? Because he's that evil of a genius. This movie's got good, cool, big ideas, and it's how uh, 
mad, you might go mad yes. like in the bio yeah. Dome yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit, especially if you're a control freak like Faulkner. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So they find the handcuffs and they go. It looks as though a rat has chewed through them. Mm-hmm. And then, so it's just like Faulkner. And then uh, what? What's his name? Leaky yes. refers to the Great Chipmunk <laughs> Fire seventy nine. There hasn't been this much destruction since the Great Chipmunk Fire seventy nine. Seen this much destruction since I was a Nazi chasing the Blues Brothers around Chicago. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's a. Uh, I remember him definitely yes. from that. Uh, the Biodome 5 are about to straight up leave. Yep. And then Bi- uh, Budendale convinced them to bring the homeostasis back up. That's the big goal of the last act of the movie. Yeah, yeah so Doyle takes the key. He swallows it. Yep. <laughs> I'll do it. And he says, I, I've only, there's only, uh, I've never Five things, up. I've only quit six things, or I've never quit anything yeah. in my life except Chinese calligraphy. <laughs> yes. Uh, tuna, tuna and you, like the early years of my thesis. Yes. Yeah, my, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that is. And masturbation. And masturbation yeah. was one of them. Well, I haven't given up, but let's face it, it's the only thing I'm good at. And then Bud says, and, and you, you are very good at it. Which is very And good. then you have to wonder, how did he get the nickname Stub? <laughs> He's got a chode. He's got yeah. a little short You ever been with a squirrel in a stub? <laughs> Whatever the fuck What is a stub? Is. They have... That's why I say earlier... That, Really idiosyncratic movie. Like, they have their own language. Yes. Yeah, it is one of those movies. Yeah. I love it. I like it, too. Uh, when you don't even feel like you're in on the characters' jokes and you want to be, that's yeah. this movie. Um, <laughs> and then Taylor Negron shows up again. Yes. It's like, he, wait, don't lock the door. He runs out. out. He's got, like, face paint on him. <laughs> yeah, he's clearly been at the party. His bladder must be fine now. He's not in <laughs> any... In the wide, in the back, he like he escapes and he puts his arms up. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. He's just running out. <laughs> I got out. And uh, Faulkner watches from yes. the shadows as Doyle swallows the key. Now they're all locked in the dome. And uh, now, and now we, we cut to the grave. This is... <laughs> Russell C. <laughs> this is, like, that swallowing of the key. I mean, like, I, I try to just watch a movie, but sometimes things take me out. And I'm, like, watching him... He literally drops the key yeah, in his mouth. into his mouth. And I'm like, how did that not just ghost, like, too oh. far down his throat for him to start gagging right there? Because he's a pro. Great, great Baldwin's confidence by Baldwin. He's a pro. Yeah. And Alec called and said, I just, listen, I know, <laughs> I know that the, this movie was supposed to kill your career, but I saw that key scene. <laughs> I gotta say, incredible commitment. I take back everything I said bad about you. How did you pass it? <laughs> um, yeah, so they're locked in. Yeah. And then we cut to what, another Russell scene? Uh, yeah, Russell, and he's, he's it's at night. He's uh, Mo, Momo and Porkchop <laughs> are watching TV, and he changes the channel. Russell's on the couch. Oh, and, my God. And he says, hold on, I want to see if the sniper killed the clown at the ball. <laughs> the next three minutes of this movie are like, what are we watching? Whole other movie going on. And I love it. It's There is a universe in Biodome. It exists. It has a pulse, and there's a sniper living in it. And he <laughs> shot a clown at a mall, yes. apparently. And on the news, they treat it very serious. And I'm it's like the Sabrina film. Yes, back and to the left. You see the clown. You can yes. see the bullet enter. <laughs> like, Putin wiggles the clown or whatever he says. And the reporter says the best thing you can say after all that. It's just a clown. A clown. <laughs> and he puts his head down. And it's a close-up of the clown's face dead. Just dead. A clown. It's like that shot in, in other Madison news. where you see the clown and, like, they have to show that shot of yeah, him where so he's you dead. know that he's not dead. Yeah. Oh, man. And I, it's one a of clown. Things. Back super, and to the left. Super dark. <laughs> and the movie manages to make me laugh hysterically yes. at a clown getting shot at a And ball. it's because they show, they <laughs> they reverse, the, they show that shot yeah, back, and the back and to the left. They dissect Back and to the left. left. They dissect a clown. <laughs> As if, like, it's necessary to <laughs> right. You never actually see the shooting And it's on not TV. like it's something they established earlier. <laughs> no. It's not it's a, a payoff to it's anything. Right, no, like, earlier, no one sets any stones and says, you're about the sniper in town. Right. Like, no, there's no. 
Chekhov sniper. Nothing about it. No Chekhov sniper. There's no Chekhov sniper. There's no Chekhov clown. Unless it's the Chekhov and everyone's on edge when he throws the firecrackers over. Maybe there is a sniper in town. They've been having shootings. There's a Chekhov allusion to a sniper. But I don't think that's the case. A clown. All right. Right. And then in other news, they show the biodome has <laughs> yes. been under siege. And the, oh. the scientists are deciding to stay in it uh-huh. and bring it back to homeostasis. That's their goal. So and, it, it's, uh... it's like much to the chagrin of Leaky, apparently. Like he wants them yeah. out for some reason. I mean, what does he care at this yeah, point? No, you know, like it, it could be good publicity if they bring it back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Is this the safety dance montage? Or is it uh, later? It's, it's coming up. So. Okay. Yeah, so they all decide, and they all decide to start being friends. Yeah, and or, Bud and Doyle. We got actually, a little bit more fart shit. Yeah, yeah, and the hammocks at night. Yeah, they're, they're, oh, they, uh, they're doing the different smells. Yeah, crunchy soy patty yeah. with lactose-free lactose cheese. cheese? <laughs> but they're they're growing a little bit as characters. I think they're yep. starting to open up about the environment a little bit more. Um, the girls, I, uh, I think, are seeing it in the, in the sidelines. Yeah, so they go uh, and they try and convince them to come out. So yeah. Leaky asks the girlfriends, "Hey, come talk to, yeah, right. to Bud and Doyle, see if you can get them to come out." And they say no. Right, we're not doing it. They're man. like, "No, we're serious about this, Momo and Pork." We're Jack. not serious about our relationships, <laughs> though. I, they make out with the ladies. They, they do. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but it's funny because Leaky is like talking to the girls. He's like, "Thank you guys so much. That was very helpful." <laughs> and they did nothing. <laughs> they did they, nothing, nothing changed. You know, <laughs> Leaky really feel that way. Now it's, it's the only thing they have to do now is just restore the biodome yeah. and, and evade Faulkner because now right. Faulkner is a little bit Meanwhile, of a terrorist. You do have to realize that there is still like 123 days left in this, so yeah. there is still four months to go. It's not yeah. like in the last 30 days they can fix this. But they sum this up pretty well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the concisely wraps up quick. Yeah. yeah, they 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 get the idea to to blast them out with. Uh, Waco style with some like terrible music <laughs> yes. and they play the safety dance and that's when they're dancing all around. Oh yeah, I forgot that that's like diegetic in it. Yes. Like they're playing it outside. And, yeah. and it doesn't bother them. They're all dancing to with it. With a little person. And there's a yeah. there's a, a little person somehow in the dome. So up. he's in for there. For just one shot. It's he's one of those, in there. It's one of those one shot gags yes. where you don't know what it is. He We've said it before. Real. It's that's the true straw well. hat and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Why does he have it for one shot? We don't know. It's gone. That's one of the greatest mysteries in cinema. <laughs> It's the straw hat. Yeah. yeah so, so all throughout this safety dance montage, they're building like air filters. They're getting creative. And, yeah. 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 And time is passing by at a clip. It's Halloween. It's yeah. Christmas. It's New Year's. Like Happy ooh, New ooh, Year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all sucking helium. And that's when the girls come around after like this big montage yes. of them like showing how resourceful they are, how much they care. That I remember the cigarette filter. Yeah. That, that they did with the butts, which was very creative. And then she said, Olivia said we could just use wet bed sheets. <laughs> what am I gonna do with all these butts? <laughs> These well, you collected them. Yeah. Right. And okay, all, that actually made Caitlin laugh. She's like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all throughout that, you're just seeing little glimpses of Faulkner yeah. in like his lair. He's got yeah. right? So he has a beard parrot. Going. He's got a big beard. He's putting together some sort of uh, devices in a coconut, yeah. it appears. He's becoming and, like a Bond Yes, and we can, we can see like... Well, it's blatantly some, obvious his god complex now. Yeah, yeah. for some reason I the bird. God, right? For like some blatant. reason the bird already thinks he is god or I has heard god. that enough that it's repeating that. I think Faulkner's saying it to himself. Yes. The bird's learning. God. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I am god. So ultimately he kills the bird and he's mm-hmm. eating it and he goes, "No, I am god." If <laughs> you talk about the language of cinema and how concise it can be, it's it, pretty good because it's not too expositional. It's just cut yeah. to Faulkner, the bird. 
couple words he has with the bird, and then cut to him eating that bird. Right. Yeah. What more needs to be said about the guy complex? Well, he's also got the bird. He's wearing the bird as a hat, yes. too. So, yeah. like, that's the key. To it's it. the economy of cinema, and we need to thank Jason Bloom of Birdhouse. <laughs> I just appreciate that he used every part of the bird. He didn't let anything go to <laughs> waste. Let I always like that, too. So right from there, it hard cuts, mm-hmm. and Squirrely and Stubby are laying side by side on a hammock. Yeah. And, and the this ladies, is where the, the women where the come in. You can in. see them come in, and they have a sort of energy, and their body language yep. says, we're ready to, to give ourselves yes. up to you. And they basically, they make no, uh, they don't waste any time. Oh, no. Yeah, they start making out hardcore. She, she makes the comment. She goes, I was thinking about your question. Would I be fruit at the bottom or stirred? She, she says she's fruit at the bottom, waiting to be stirred. Which means Ooh. she's a virgin? Maybe. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the context of that pickup line. Yeah. I don't yeah. think she does fully, I don't know. Like the <laughs> I don't know what the fruit is that they are referring to, but... Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, they start making out hardcore. Yeah. Cue I want candy again. Yeah. A little callback. <laughs> Thank to their God assault. we get that callback. Uh, that uh, pays itself off. And then it's too late. But Bud has a crisis of conscience yeah. and says, "We need to stop. We have girlfriends." Doyle is getting it. Doyle. <laughs> he looks over Doyle's full makeout, like full tongue. of tongue. That's Lots like that girl was like, "I'm making out with a Baldwin," and she thought, <laughs> she thought that was going to help her career. She yeah. she was recently busted for a DWI was she? in New York. Really? Yeah, the like actress. Maybe, yeah, the actress. Maybe a couple years ago, and uh, uh, she got pulled over and she told the cops, "She's like, I know Mayor Bloomberg. I'm going to get your job taken oh, from you." And it's just like. Oh, at least you yeah. At least you didn't say like I was in Biodome. Yeah. That would be more embarrassing. Uh, that would be. God. But I looked it up because I was like, oh, has she been in anything? And then I see busted DWI. A jail. It's, like, oh, it's that's, so that's funny when you learn that about people later on. We were watching uh, Hell's Kitchen this season. Mm-hmm. It's rookies versus veterans, and then we're uh, we're talking about this one guy who kept you know advancing. And then we looked up, like, what's this guy's last name? How old is he? Is he really as young as they say? Because he's, like, 34, but it looks like he's 50 because he's, like... And then we're like, oh, that explains it. Just three months ago, he was busted for cocaine possession in <laughs> so New York or something. Like older. So, I'm like, yeah, that explains it. Yeah. But, yeah. You know how Hell's Kitchen connects to Biodome. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, if we want to get on a tangent, I watched the fo- the Amy's Baking Company, which is like the, the kitchen, oh, kitchen nightmares. nightmares. But I watched that follow-up where they like revisit it, and all they're doing is cashing in on that same fucking yeah. episode. Yeah. I wa- I'm but so mad know, about but that. But you know what? She's, she she makes it worse for herself, too. <sighs> these fucking haters and these... What does she call them? She, she, calls, she calls them a bunch of pansy-ass willows. <laughs> These what does that mean? Have She's you, like, it's like she wants to call him a pussy willow. No, I don't know what Kitchen that is. Kitchen Nightmares, it's on, do you have Amazon? Yeah, yeah. Prime, go to Kitchen Nightmares. Kitchen and just Nightmares. one episode, Amy's Baking Company. Okay. It's Gordon Ramsay? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. literally the, the last episode of Kitchen Nightmares okay. in America because after that, it was like they couldn't, like, <laughs> they can't t- top it. Didn't they do more? They no, did they a, did like a follow-up thing, but like, I don't think there was any more regular. She's that bad. I don't know. Or maybe the follow-up was the last episode of Kitchen Nightmares, but. Okay. Point being, yeah, she's crazy. And uh, that's a good episode. And she has willows. Yeah, and like she's she's trying to call them pussy willows out. or pussies, but yeah. she the, she thinks that she's being uh, offensive by calling them. <laughs> they're just a bunch of pansy ass willows. <laughs> her husband's like, I don't want to get, it, but it's good. Yeah. Um, uh, so they restore the biodome. Basically, yes. uh, the homeostasis is almost at a hundred, and yeah. and then uh, curveball. Faulkner does he cross paths with Bundoy? Yeah. So point? it's after the makeout scene. Mm-hmm. He's there. He eventually gets Doyle to stop making out with Mimi, and he goes, no, we have girlfriends. And then Bud and Doyle are just walking, mm-hmm. and they hear, I think they either hear noise. Yeah, he's like they humming. Open up, yeah, they open up uh, the thing, yeah. and there's just a tunnel. A hatch, and yeah. He, yeah, he's like, oh, look at his secret lair. So they, which was clearly there the, the whole from. time, so yes. like, what is the actual function of the room right. that he's in? Yeah. 
I think Lost got the hatch from uh, Faulkner. From <laughs> Faulkner's. Yeah. So they go down and they say, Faulkner, what, what have you been up to, man? And like he's clearly lost it. Yes. He's got these coconuts. I've got a lovely sack of coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> which, are, which are bombs. Yeah, we, and, we come to learn they're bombs and Doyle's juggling them and it freaks Faulkner out. And it's a nice think, comedic moment. I don't think like, he liked the way you handled this coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, they, they have an assignment. He says, I want you to spread these out all over the biodome. Yeah, for the big Don't ceremony. question why I'm spreading random coconuts <laughs> around. No. Just spread them around. And they do. They yep. do. But uh, they then they learn that it's a bomb. Yes. How do they learn? So they go, he goes, hey, Stubby, go long. And yeah, they, all he throws, like, throwing it, and he tosses it. And Doyle flip, trips. The ball lands in front of him, blows up. A very small little explosion. Yes. It doesn't seem that devastating. No. I don't know how When you have a, you a whole need. sack of those coconuts, maybe you do more yeah. damage, but even that little like one is single like... single ones around. Like a chain reaction, maybe, if there's something flammable. Like yeah. Boom, 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 boom. It, it's no worse than the bomb in Beverly Hills Ninja. So it's about <laughs> the same caliber, I would say. Yeah. In terms of movie bombs, yes. uh, pretty low. But... So they discover their bombs, yeah. and they go tell the other scientists, and then it hard cuts to them at the door. Oh, trying to get out. Yes. I'm sorry, we we did pass oh, up what we the payoff to the yes, vest. Okay. To the vest. What's the payoff? The payoff to the vest is like you remember he he had a, it, said, it said meat. Yeah. Well, now that he's reformed, it says veg. Does it? <laughs> they changed oh, the God. name tag, oh, and it's a green vest, and it says, says veg. 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 This is a flourish of Jason Bloom <laughs> that you don't see in it. You just don't movie. see that. Yeah. But yeah, so he's got this this vest that says veg, which I didn't notice until this viewing. See, didn't notice movie... any vests until this viewing. <laughs> Begs repeat viewings. It does. You get into the childhood trauma and to see that veg. <laughs> the veg vest. It is really weird and sad that we have collectively seen this movie at least 50 times yeah, yeah. and no one caught meat and veg until this viewing. <laughs> this the movie keeps on giving. This specific it's amazing. One. Yeah. So now it's a scrap. They're trying to get out. Yep. They can't get out. Nope. The door door's sealed. sealed. Shut. Like, we gotta go get those coconuts. Yeah, so they do. And they do. It's a big uh, race against time. We get a... <laughs> yeah, Dumb and Dumber needle drop. Boom! Suck it with a needle drop! One of my flicks, the mom, the mom, Sean. And uh, Doyle gets on a, a scooter. Yes, in Faulkner's lair. So that's how he's getting around. Yep. Why nobody? I'm going to Of course, Jared knows every line. Of course. I know the actual <laughs> lyrics to that song. Jared no, no loves the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack. It's got a uh, dead eye dick. <laughs> you say that as a joke, but literally, I own half the soundtrack that I went. I sought those songs out and downloaded them years ago. Of course, I've got New Age Girl. I got a New Age Girl. Tell us what she's like. Environmentalism girl. Does she ride a bike? See, that song would fit perfectly in here. She's an environmentalism girl. Does she ride a bike? No, he rides a scooter. Going back to the movie, yes, yes. yes back Doyle's to on the scooter, and what's his job? Because Buds is to chase Faulkner. Yeah, so he's chasing Faulkner, and there's some pretty good comedy where yeah. Paulie's like, "I'm gonna get, you, I'm gonna stop him. You get back, and you can't finish a complete sentence. <laughs> Just finish a complete sentence." <laughs> and uh, um, so, give me the detonator. <laughs> so Doyle ultimately rigs up the flypaper. Mm-hmm. The fly wallpaper puts it up on the thing. You ever Chekhov's flypaper? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You guys know about Chekhov's flypaper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that pays off big time in this. So, so he rigs it up and he ultimately shoots Bud and Faulkner onto the paper. Launches them. They fall down. They get in a scuffle over the detonator. Give me the detonator. <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> 
He saves and the day. We get a, we get the payoff again from the first scene of the movie mm-hmm. because Doyle has a, a rock, I think, in his hand. Yeah. So they're scuffling, mm-hmm. Bud and Faulkner scuffling. He yells, assume the position, uh, which is the same thing he yells at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Paulie Shore gets down, puts his hands behind his head, chucks the rock, hits Faulkner in the head, yeah. he's out. Chekhov's rock. Chekhov, Chekhov's assumed the position. So he, he Faulkner's <laughs> down for the count. Yes, and, and we get and, the detonator. And he, he hits the button, and he stops it. Yeah, well, they, they, yeah, they're all down on the ground because he's got the one last bomb. It always comes out of that. Yeah, like he stops second. the detonator right before, like at that one last second. Mm-hmm. But Faulkner's got one last bomb on him, That's so as right. they're about to exit the biodome, he runs it. up. He's like, yeah. and he throws the bomb, and, and, and then Polly Shore awkwardly spoons Petra like <laughs> in a way where I'm like, he's really wrapping that leg oh, around. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's this very tiny explosion, so naturally Joey Lauren Adams assumes that everything went wrong and that he died. They're dead. Oh, bud! <laughs> it's, it's, it's a twist, you yes. know, because like, you think, you they're, think dead. they're dead. And you go, what, what, what happened? I was and convinced they, they're dead. And they come, me too, I'm really sad. <laughs> and then that like, triumphant, heroic right? music yes. swells, and, they, come and out. they walk out Armageddon style, like the, the heroes... That it's, they are. It's really inspiring. It's really uplifting, and it's a great ending to a great movie. They Amen. get out of the smoke. Yeah, but and then that's it, right? then they no, then they build up the sequel. Yeah. So he has to. So they're all driving back, uh, pork chop and Momo and Bud and Doyle yeah. are driving back, and they they go, oh, I gotta pee again. They're like, well, I guess, and urine is just the, having to pee is like the ending. It's, it's the catalyst. Check off urine. Yeah. yeah. So he says he has to pee, and then they turn off into this big factory with smokestacks and, like, thunder and lightning behind it. Yeah. He goes, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Totally setting up a sequel it's like, for uh, all four of them to mm-hmm. get caught in there somehow. And then they say, oh, where should we go now? He's like, oh, there's a wedding we can crash over across town here. We would have then great I... tempura. Oh, let's yeah. go. And that's the end of uh, Wedding Crashes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry, bye, <laughs> yeah, Henry they... Gibson was in both of them, though. That's so. true. That's the connection. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so that's the end of Biodome, right? Yeah, so they drive it, off. I feel it ends a little hasty. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just trying to wrap it up. It's the, it's mm-hmm. the standard, let's wrap up the third yeah. act of this comedy movie with no, no care left in the world. Right. We were, uh, Kev, in an earlier episode, the movies that will never get like director's cuts just because they didn't do so great or just weird. Like, There's a million movies, I bet, out there that have extra footage that oh, yeah. will never see the light of day. Mm-hmm. And uh, perhaps... And, uh, when it comes to these short movies, you can tell they were butchered yes. by editors. Yeah. You know? And and we'll never get a director's cut of Biodome. <laughs> we'll never get the full Biodome experience with all of the subplots that they set could. up. Or we... Loaded Loaded Weapon 1 was the one we were talking about. Yeah. It's like, it's not going to happen, but um, if there was one, yeah. you guys would dive headfirst into it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I would love to watch additional Biodome, biodome so. things. He says that with no irony at all. <laughs> I don't. And in a world where sequels are being made 20 years later, yeah. and what the fuck are those two guys doing? It wouldn't surprise me. If yeah, it was like a, cl- a Crackle exclusive movie. Oh, yeah. of course. <laughs> Biodome. Biodome, beautiful oh, loser. My. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. As much as I want it, I know it would just be so bad. It would be Dumb and Dumber 2. Right. That's, which, oh, is a dumpster fight. I'll tell you what, man. When Bill and Ted 3 eventually gets made, that's where it's going is straight to fucking Crackle because no one's going to want goddamn Bill and Ted Three. You got and the Reeves is... factor, and no. he, he since Wick, he's people re- like uh, yeah, he's, he's got credibility. Nah, I still like you know what? As much credibility as he has, I don't want to see old ass Alex Winter with a backwards hat on pretending to be Bill and Ted. <laughs> Do you like Bill and Ted? Kevin? I like Bill and Ted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just and Ghostbusters Three. It's another one like yeah. no one cares. 
They're yeah. like, hey, we're making a new Ghostbusters movie. Yay! Screams no one. If right. Ra- if Ramus was still alive, I probably would be this like a little bit excited. Yeah, you don't even have Ivan Reitman. You got a son, though. Yeah, but I know, but I'm just saying, it's like, even like. That's the next best thing, I think. This isn't Max Landis remake. Yeah, no, No, we'll see. No, 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 because Jason Reitman in his own right is a great film. You're saying it's not going to be a fucking great movie? (laughs) Dad? They said they're not going to make a great remake of your movie. Okay, son, just calm down. I don't understand what these fuckers are saying. They're cocksuckers, son. They're cocksuckers. That's Max Landis. They're cocksuckers. They're cocksuckers, Dad. Dad? Dad? Oh, my God. Um, uh, but but yeah, to, I touched on it a little at the beginning uh, with Paulie Shore being on Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he opens up a little bit to I Rogan. To that, yeah. I, it, it's a shorter one too, uh-huh. so I don't know if it's just because like I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I don't know if it's because Paulie Shore doesn't have that much to say. Yeah, but possibly. But it it's just kind of sad, you know. Like he even admits he goes like the twenties were the best time in my life, and it makes me sad thinking about all these movies I did mm-hmm. because I used to star in movies. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I was in Sandy Wexler with Adam Sandler, so I got to go back on set." But he goes, "Adam was the star. I I used to be the star of movies." He's got a and it just makes stuff. me really sad. Yeah, and it was tough. It's hard to be an actor when you got an ego and you have that history of right. being You've a been, star. Like, it's the problem is that he did the thing. That has hurt too many performers, which is he branded himself way too much, and he can't yeah. branch out of that. Like you're not going to see Dane Cook doing anything either. It's like because you're like no, you're one guy, you and that's really into a corner. Yeah, yeah, you've you you backed yourself into this. Like yeah, and the other thing too is like Paulie Shore himself is like not funny enough that even like the weasel personality is why he's famous right. there's nothing like that he had that was like it's like uh what's his name dan whitney is uh larry the cable guy if he didn't have the character oh yeah don't yeah give a fuck up and they didn't and that's right. why he had to come up with that character yeah but the, 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 there's a that's uh there is a time limit to that sort of uh gimmick right yeah. yeah so yeah he kind of alludes to that saying that the weasel thing ran its course he started his movie started to make less and less money. He started to get less and less offers. Did you see uh, Pauly Shore's Dead? I did not. It's actually pretty good. It yeah. was entertaining. Yeah. Is it a documentary? No. no. Oh, it's no, a, it's a, a narrative. It's a, fi- a fictional movie wherein like it's just low budget. Yeah. 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 Like he gets the idea from <laughs> from uh, Sam Kinison's ghost to like fake his death or something <laughs> so like that. So he becomes it's, famous. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, like art uh, appreciating in value when you the artist yeah, dies. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good though. But yeah, no. At least I remember it being good. It's on our list. We'll get to is it? it coming soon. All right, Kev, come back on. Polish Shore is dead. Uh, I'll just just paint me as the Polish Shore guy. Like I'll just be. The we don't want to do that. But I try not to, but you may have to because there's really only two the other options. Lady. She's does. She's on two docs. With Documentaries. Us. Yeah. The two documentaries that we've talked about yeah. both had the word fish in the title, and both had Caitlin as the. <laughs> Biodome. But that is Biodome. Biodome from 1996 at a, uh, uh, a hefty 88 minutes or a very lean 94 <laughs> minutes. Advertised whichever. 88 minutes. Here's the episode. It exists. You can listen to this or not. Please listen. You should listen to this. You have listened to this. <laughs> if you've gotten, gotten this far. I hope that you didn't assume that um, we're abandoning the conceit of the show yeah, no, by doing do that. Biodome. No, you blame IMDb. And if, yes. you, uh, if you don't like it. Get a pro Take membership and uh, and fix that. <laughs> Take it up with uh, Donald IMDb. Exactly. That's Donald funny. IMDb. <laughs> that was Donald IMDb. Sexuality. <laughs> so that is it for this week. Um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at 90 under 90 and email us questions, questions, comments, complaints, and concerns at 90 under 90 at gmail.com. And that is it for me this week. I am Jeremy Eden. 
I'm Dan Eden. I'm Kevin Kirchman. I'm sorry to, over, <laughs> to overwhelm you guys with all this I'm information. Kevin I'm evening the pace. Uh, and uh, that is a wrap. <laughs>